Hi guys, this is Kelly McCormack, and you're listening to How Are You Now, the toughest podcast in Letterkenny. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. Buddies from uh, Light the Lamp. Um, well, you know, and unsurprising, they uh, were our number one selected band very for the cool, season. Very nice. So, uh, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very nice. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you made hey, the face. Let's see. What does this say? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Tiara. Oh, yeah. How are you now? Good, and you? <laughs> uh, a, a, a little, a little verklempt. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, it's this, weird. Yeah, season eight is ended, and we do not yet have a season nine. No, we know that it's been filmed. Yes, <laughs> we've been told soon. So, but soon could mean anything in this wibbly wobbly timey wimey reality with Jeremy Bearmy. Uh, <laughs> What else? Yeah, all that, all <laughs> that good stuff. So let's uh, let's wrap everything up all nice yeah, and neat. I guess put a so. put a bow on it. Um, so uh, yeah, season eight finale. Um, uh, let's give some shout outs really quick uh, to uh, all of our folks that we want to you know that have you know shouted out to. We want to kind of recap that. So <laughs> okay. uh, J- uh, Wrestlethon. Uh, from our buddy Jake Woodco, Jake, awesome. uh, has been working on for a long time now. Um, so, uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, uh, Puyallup Animal Rescue with Liz, who was on our mm-hmm. uh, s- season eight, episode seven. Um, Comedy Wamp, Valerie Lopez, been a long time friend. Yep. Um, amazing gal. Uh, and she found her cat. So, thank gosh. <laughs> uh, uh, our buddy Renee Encarnacion with his uh, with his podcast Beyond Bushido, um, and Dennis Guggen, who is really lately uh, lately cranked out some awesome. Oh yeah, uh, pandemic's custom. been good for him. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. really go check them out. Seriously, uh, yeah. I mean, there's gosh, there's uh, several different Ron and Doxes. I know this. Yeah, uh, um, he's got a Shorzy. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's got he's got a uh, Mrs. McMurray. He's got at least yeah. one version, I think, of everybody, and he's got a couple of versions of other ones too. Yeah. So yeah. Go check out his work, Dennis Guggen, uh, custom pop vinyls. Uh, you'll find him out on Facebook, and he's also uh, on Twitter. I think it's at Dennis Guggen or something like that. Um, so yeah, yeah I'll go out and check that one. Go check him out. <laughs> and uh, thanks to our host Transistor, they've been amazing for us. Uh, so because I can tell you this, since we've been with them almost a little over a year ago, we've got seventy over seventy six thousand downloads. How, how many episodes have we had? Uh, in all, in all, yeah. Um, That's I want to actually say, not something I've well, thought about before. Yeah, I think in all we are. Is it sixty? 
61 or 62. Let me look real quick. I can pay attention to that. So when we get to 69, we can like do a special episode. (laughs) Nice. A very special episode. It's 62, but that's with our very, very first promo still out there. So (laughs) So, 61. Yes. So yeah, 61 real episodes. So so. somewhere around the end of season nine, we'll be able to do like a Shorzy centric episode number 69. Oh yeah. (laughs) Gotta have it. Something like that. I don't know. So, yeah. (laughs) On Facebook, though, um, same as last in. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, We've had new people and we've lost other people. So, well, uh, I think that the people that we lost, I'm okay with. Yeah, because no, yeah. most of it was when There's, people there. think that Black Lives Matter is a political thing instead <laughs> yeah. of you know right. my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that sort of thing. But uh, from uh, Twitter, we've jumped up uh, over two hundred since the last one. We're at twenty seven sixty seven. We were at twenty five forty before. And this is in about two months, right? Uh, oh. well, it's it was it's total of eight episodes. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, Instagram. A little bit uh, here and there. I don't. I, I've never really done Instagram a lot because I'm not good you see at the it. Previews on there so far. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> if if You'll I can learn eventually. I, if, if I can. If I. Well, I've got to chop. See, putting this together takes some effort. So I have to go find after we've recorded <laughs> and I've edited and put it all together. Then I have to go back and listen to the, everything again and say what sounds good for a one minute promo. Yeah. Thing. The promos are great though because I we can it's talk just, about the show and and without actually like spoiling anything. We're like <laughs> guess what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. So and that's what a, a lot of cuz what what I call our moments here uh when we mm-hmm. do the recaps um that's the ones that I did make headliners on uh that's where I go out and it does all the put yeah. has our logo up there and it does the closed captioning and all that stuff. That's where, you know, that, that I put those back in here because I thought those were really good. So yeah, cool. as well, these, but I think I only had two, maybe three at most. So yeah, had that. Um, so yeah, Instagram got, got four more. <laughs> we went up from seven thirty to seven thirty four. Uh, and Tumblr, which I really haven't done anything with. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I logged into Tumblr. I'll be perfectly honest with yeah. you. I really should. Yeah, but we we, we jumped up thirty nine on Tumblr awesome. with, without doing basically anything. So yeah, that was uh, yeah. Social media cracks me up sometimes. Yeah, and so, frustrates the fuck out of me. But you know. Uh, and we got our uh, Patreon now. We're at the same number as we had last time, but we lost some and we gained some new ones. Oh, okay. Uh, which doesn't surprise me. With all this time, lots of people are losing work. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. So, <laughs> and we do not hold it against you if no, you not can't be a patron right now because we understand. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, losing work or, you know, just had to cut down on things because of, you know, lots of lots life. of different Yeah, life happens. So, so we've got- but at we, everything. Yeah. <laughs> But we, uh, yeah, 25 patrons uh, on uh, patreon.com slash how are you now pod. And uh, let me read these back real quick. Uh, are from I'm going to read it from oldest to newest okay. uh, act, active Patreon members. Uh, Monica McCoy, Valerie Lopez, Renee Encarnacion, Heidi, Reagan, Awesome, Shanna Sawatsky, uh, <laughs> Mitch, Cole, uh, Dennis Guggen, uh, Anthony, the pie guy, uh, Courtney Scaglione. Uh, Shane Winsma, Vegas Matt, Blue Eyed Devil, Jason Higby, Blaine Stewart, love you, Blaine, uh, uh, Lorna Violet, Thomas Kennedy, Aaron Schoen, Woody Meacham, uh, Liz Orton, uh, Kevin Larson, Heather oh. Beebe, um, T, and Samuel Wise. Sam Wise. <laughs> yep. 
So also, hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank People you. I know in real life. Thank you so much uh, for being a patron, uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do something here at some point with uh, with our patrons. Yeah. Uh, to just you know try to keep things cool i need to cool, we need, we need nice. yeah very cool very cool very nice <laughs> we need to make some stickers and stuff like uh like the ones that we have uh for um uh pitter patter black, black lives, lives matter. matter yep uh so, yeah. <laughs> so and uh I, I need to go count how many extras we have so we can figure out uh how many extras we can give out so cool. uh yeah. but i do know uh because he has been our biggest patreon member and has been with us so long. Yes. I'm gonna I'm make I'm making yep. sure that we get one to uh-huh. Renee. So <laughs> I could read your mind there. You didn't even have to say anything. I yeah. knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean he, like, yeah. if Renee lived in the same city as you, I feel like you two would be hanging out a lot. <laughs> probably, and I love it. I think he's awesome. So. Probably so, yeah. And Renee, d- you are awesome. And if you know, and when Don gets better, Don. Oh my as well. god, the three of you together. Yeah. Can we just like make that some kind of vacation destination like thir- destination? We, we would definitely be the three stooges. <laughs> And no, I mean, but, I was gonna say, and then I would be the sober one, but that would be no fun. No, I'd be the <laughs> sober, be the sober one. one. Uh, Don would be sober. That's true. Yeah. That <laughs> Renee true. would be the non-sober one. Very you, much. Yes. You and Renee so would be would oh, be God. the. <laughs> I, I I don't think I could ever actually drink with Renee because, like, I used to be I used to be like um like I was never like a medal winner, but you know I had a partic- participation trophy in drinking. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. I don't I don't drink like that yeah. anymore. No, no. Ugh. Like I feel like I've had enough when I've had, you know, <laughs> a glass of wine now. <laughs> Well, I I don't feel so bad when I have you know a a Bloody Mary because it's vegetables. Totally, it's breakfast. <laughs> it's I mean it's tomatoes and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> how, how can you go wrong? <laughs> So, you know, sometimes if you have one, you can throw a celery stick in there. It's fucking salad, man. So, <laughs> you okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's uh, let's talk about the season, shall we? All right. All right. So, uh, uh, season eight, episode one, Miss Fire. Miss Fire! Uh, Wayne, re- Wayne, Wayne recovering. Yeah. Um, overall is what it is. Uh, our guest host, Caitlin, uh, uh, fir- first timer, uh, awesome, awesome, awesome guest. Um, I think she's uh, Midwest somewhere, if I can remember correctly, but I didn't, I didn't write that down. I've slept a couple times since then. <laughs> but she was wonderful. Lots of fun. Um, our, our, band uh also a first time band for us which actually ended up getting played another time this season yes. uh monkey shorts and yes. they are out of seattle they are fucking awesome they're so fun uh i can't wait for shows to start again <laughs> i mean i can because people are gross and i'm afraid of them but i can't wait to see bands that i've like <laughs> newly discovered in the last few months yeah oh, yeah uh and our moment uh <laughs> from this was a was a discussion that we had about uh, advantage taken while Wayne is mm-hmm. sulking. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm looking at my notes that I jotted down earlier when I was, I was doing my rewatch as well. Uh, I mean, speaking of the produce stand, uh, Bonnie sitting in Wayne's chair. <laughs> she was so cute though. When she, she said, she's like, she was, she was, but my immediate reaction was the first time I watched this and remains to be hard. No, <laughs> She was it's just me. I like I I would love to have her that like on as like a series regular now and not just like a few episodes each season. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to have her as a series regular. 
but that was that was too weird for me <laughs> i was like oh why why are you kicking a man while he's down by sitting in his chair it's, it's like, like sit, it's like sitting well, in the it's like sitting, sitting in the captain's chair <laughs> she's been right. basically like fangirling over him for the oh, last yeah. you know most of her life well, like and Wayne's he's single. not there right now and she knows he's single so she's like oh i just just to be near him, I'm sitting in his chair. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll make, what was I know, it? But, okay, okay, but let's take let's stay on topic. I'll give him, I'll I'll give him some encouragement. I'll, I'll, give, I'll get him excited as she's sitting in that chair, just like oh, I can feel it in this. Why chair. was she being so mean to Derry? Because she didn't. He missed his chance. He had, he, talked, he had a chance. She literally was like throwing herself at him a couple of times, and he was like, "Oh, I'm oh. sick of her, the girl who cheated on me." And now he's like, "Hey, you want to get back together?" And she's like, "No, I'm busy." <laughs> uh, I made myself crack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was that was definitely a, a good moment for that. I mean, just watching her sit in that chair and just kind of like, mm, yeah, I can. Right. <laughs> right. Our dog just made the noise. I don't know if it got picked up by the microphones. But it was like, mm, yeah. Like that's exactly. I'm gonna marinate in this Wayne juice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then then uh, they had a little chat also uh, f- between them, uh, which made our favorite clip for this episode. But ladies, what Dan? You just sit there and be a half-ass friend. Don't be offensive or come out for it one way or the other. Horridern. That's my boy. Horden Lightfoot. Hora the Explorer. Harrison Horde. This is fast turning into the never-ending Hori. Simmer down, Benicio del Horo. At the risks of mansplaining feminisms to you, Professor Trisha always says women's is exposed to build each other's up, not tears each other's down. Women are supposed to build each other up, not tear each other down is the new, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, good episode. So, and just to, to yeah. clarify, in case for some reason this is your first time listening to a, a uh, recap show of ours, um, <laughs> these are uh, scenes that are voted on on our Facebook group, right? Yeah. 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 So, and then Twitter, so, let them know to go to the Facebook. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we every every year every year at the end of the season. Every year, uh, every yeah, it feels like a year every sometimes. Season. Every season, every every <laughs> season, uh, we go out at the end and we ask everybody what their favorite episode was, mm-hmm. what their favorite. Uh, quote or uh, you know scene, scene or, for yeah. yeah that we like we just did from that episode uh, and then uh, I or both I and TR uh, usually it's just me but usually. <laughs> I go in and find our favorite uh, a good moment from that season uh, or th- that episode to throw in there yeah. so that's what that's what that was so Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that- yeah <laughs> all right episode two episode two national senior hockey championship uh with our uh guest host was joe quinn uh also a first timer very nice dude uh hope to have him on again uh with uh, the musical guest light the lamp <laughs> who you just heard up top uh yep. um then uh we uh we had a nice long chat because the season prior uh, at the we had uh, a, a we had a chat right. with a nice long chat with Trevor Risk the uh, one of the writers for the show uh, and we had a nice little chat about Trevor. I was I was actually listening to the Trevor uh, the Trevor Risk podcast while while I was at work. Yeah, I had to pull over because I was laughing so hard. It was he is funny as fuck. I'm sure he will never I, listen I to us again. God. God, I got such a crush. <laughs> well, actually, my plan is, and he's agreed to it. We have because Kelly McCormack did too. It's because we don't know about season nine yet. Yeah. My plan is 
if I can, is to get them as a guest host, yeah. like you are, for a yeah. for an episode. So, because I think that would so, be a lot of fun. I I, I I swear the whole that if if he doesn't come out in full drag as the ostrich <laughs> at some point in the next two seasons, right? Uh, the yes. show has lost all meaning. <laughs> yes, so true. We're, we're we're holding Trevor to that. Oh yeah, we remind him every once in a while. <laughs> so yeah, you'll have to go back to the season seven finale to listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, Cause yeah, Trevor, Trevor is brilliant. He's hilarious. Uh, very clever. Um, so yeah. Works with trailer park boys. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. Some but, of the funniest shit on letter Kenny comes straight from his mind. Uh, and some of the music that he helps, uh, yeah. he helps Jared find because Jared gets all the, uh, is the one who picks all the music for each episode. So um, but yeah, listen, go listen to that chat. That was fantastic. Uh, and so, yeah, go listen to it. Um, so, uh, and the quote, uh, that got picked no number one for this episode was this. Sure. You want to do this? Can confirm. Katie, Bonnie, don't kick a dead horse. Bonnie, Katie, bend enough and you'll break. Stand for nothing and you'll fall for anything. <laughs> that and then yep. they took off to go uh give marie fred a right in katie's the twi revenge <laughs> right in the twiffer <laughs> <laughs> katie's revenge like that's her thing yeah so yeah so that's that's what they went off to do uh so uh that's when uh wayne was st still recovering <laughs> so uh anyway uh Number number three uh, mm. is is where the the uh, the interesting downward and upward and downward <laughs> slide. Uh, we we meet uh, we meet a new character. Yes, Dirks. <laughs> with our with our guest host Heidi. Hi Heidi. Mm. Hi. Uh, and musical guest Finding Freedom. Uh, the mo <laughs> the moment for this episode. Oh, this is the best. It's, yes, it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll, let's just bring it. Stirt. <laughs> <sighs> so he hasn't done anything bad this episode. No. He's still packing. <laughs> He's still jacked. I mean, I kind of want the packer penis that they use for him, <laughs> for myself. Yeah, just, right? You know, right? Hmm. It's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I want to know at least where they got it. <sighs> Ask him. That's probably you should message Trevor. Hey, where did you get the Packer penis for He's not doing, That's costuming. I know, but he knows the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually like semi talk to him them. every once in a while. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, a lot of the work he does, he does from home. He doesn't I know. I know. <laughs> Just I know. tweet at them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I will tweet at them. <laughs> Tiara and Heidi want to know. <laughs> Okay. I mean, we're literally saying it on the podcast. I want to know where the Packer penis comes from. Yeah. I still don't know. <laughs> I haven't asked. I thought, no, I think we brought it up with Trevor and, and he was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so like if we, if we ever do get a chance to talk yeah. to, um, well, actually we could probably message Stuart about it. He's not going to know. He doesn't, Aww. they just, they just slap it in there in his cross. <laughs> Can I have that job? <laughs> <laughs> the crotch penis packer slapper. Hell yeah! <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Well, he does. He, he is. He is a bit of a, a sub bottom. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, gay has shown us that. 
Yes. It's the best gay sex ever. (laughs) So Mind-blowing gay sex. (laughs) So anyway. So yeah. um, (laughs) uh, And the the number one clip for this episode. Can someone count it out? Since I first pinned him, Rold has enhanced. (laughs) Oh, and the look on his face. (laughs) Yeah, Rold loved it. Stuart, not so much. <laughs> Stuart was very uncomfortable. I, it was hard to say if he if he didn't like it. He didn't like jump off like, oh my god! It was yeah. it was like, ah, this is public. <laughs> you know, that's... Well, he doesn't have. I mean, he didn't seem to have a problem with uh, Stuart putting it back in his pants after he was peeing. So right, <laughs> so... or I, I mean, rolled or adjusting yeah, it rolled. when when. Uh, he first was in the compression <laughs> pants and a little ding ding. Uh, I did, and uh, yeah, because I just sent you the uh, the the uh, the outtakes. Right. <laughs> Are you talking? To- He's talking to the. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That I was- just I I just I don't want to be on the show, but I just want to be there to watch. <laughs> But I would like ruin every take because I would crack up in the middle of it. So never mind. <laughs> Do you mind if I touch your packer penis? <laughs> <laughs> You love that idea. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we go f- uh, from there. Episode four. To ep- yep, episode four, uh, which is the number two overall episode selected for the season. Cool. Uh, so episode four, Furda, Furda. Um, with our buddy Jay Quitco uh, from WrestleThon. Uh, also back again, Monkey Shorts because mm-hmm. we love them. They're awesome. They're they fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Totally fun. Uh, and, uh, uh, I've, uh, I've entitled this one when Katie meets Dirksy. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of, um, uh, Katie and Dirks, I hate how good they are together in, in the one scene in this yeah. episode. Um, I, I, if I didn't feel like Dirks is just, a slimy human being from the first moment I, I saw him on screen, I would be really into that potential relationship because they're adorable and they're having fun together. And it's really the first time we're seeing Katie have fun with somebody. Yeah. And it's, it's natural fun. She's not trying. She's just being her. He's just being him and they're goofing around and hanging out and enjoying themselves. And it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate that he is kind of a gross person, but you know, whatever. He's the he's the Eddie Askell. So. Yeah. yeah, that is kind of yeah. Huh. Right. I I like the way that he does not. Uh, um, it's it's cute teaching her how to ride on the on the skateboard. It's not. Yeah. You know, let me wrap my arms around you and and like mm-hmm. it's no. I'm gonna hold your hands and help you steady, but. Then I'm gonna yeah. let go, and you're gonna be fine. Like actually teaching her, not just like. And when she's sitting on it, and he's kind of and, oh leading my God, it down. That's so cute! <laughs> oh God! I seriously, if I was still a teenage girl obsessed with every skate kid that I meet, then I would have just like an. Oh, I love that scene so much. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, seriously. he's. I mean, it, it looks. It, it doesn't look the scene at all. That doesn't look creepy at all. No. Um, they, the scene I mean, looks perfect. Yeah. They, and they look genuinely happy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a good scene and yeah, it's, it's like all those scenes that you had with Wayne and Murray Fred. Yeah. That, that were like, oh, no, so spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> 
But, uh, well, that's but, not yeah. a spoiler. That was last season. <laughs> I know, but it also was kind of mirror. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. you know, the if I didn't know the rest of the season and how that season had gone, I might look at that scene and go, okay, maybe I misjudged him. Maybe yeah. he's just creepy oh, uh, in the strip club. You yeah, know? I, yeah, I know. And I know I did that uh, when, when, when we first watched yeah, it. Yeah. So. so, so it's hard for me because I want Katie to be happy. And, yeah. and aside from the kind of, kind of sliminess, they are really, they really seem good together in that short little yeah. time period. Agreed. Yeah. 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 I mean, you it's very important to have fun in your relationship, but also not be slimy. Well, and I think that's also part of the cleverness of the writing yeah. is that they, they keep you on your toes. Well, maybe it's not so bad, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was, uh, that was, that was a great episode, um, for you to kind of say, hmm. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and the other, and the clip, and you can never the deny. The best. The best. You can never deny. Say you fellas ever go on these dating apps. It's no slim pickings for Jim Dickens. Oh, man. There's <laughs> no bet. slim pickings for Jim Dickens. Yeah. Um, what you episode could, did we talk about you, him coming? Because <laughs> now that's... <laughs> I'm remembering that. <laughs> There's... Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you, uh, you could fit a few people on Jim Dickens. <laughs> He's he's rather tall, so yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. There's plenty of room to ride that ride. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Jim Dickens. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Jim's always fun, uh, fun to have on. <laughs> Apparently, our dog does not care for Jim Dickens very much, or maybe she just oh. understood that we were talking about Dirks a bit ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was. Dukes. Mm, yeah, she just growled. See. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could hear that but me. <laughs> Dukes. Uh, so yeah, uh, episode five, Yard Sale Saturday, uh, with our good buddy Chip Layman, Chip. Danielle Chip Layman, <laughs> who's the <laughs> the most adorable goalie ever, uh, goaltender. So, so cute. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, God, she's fun, and you should listen to her podcast. Totally offsides. Uh, if you have anything, you know, if you like hockey, the hockey's hockey ball. Hockey ball. Yeah, that's it. The hockey ball. Uh, and a first-time guest from Australia, uh, the unprettier. Um, oh, the music. Yeah, yeah, the music. Uh, yeah, sorry, I meant to say musical guest. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> we we had a chat uh, about uh, about our, uh, our our similarities with oh, yeah. uh, with the Canadia. So um, I kept back my. Nope. Canada and the U.S. are the same country. Don't let anyone tell you different. Slightly different leadership right now, but not really. Yeah, yeah we're just we're just kind of racist against other people. Yeah, <laughs> we we switch who we're racist against depending on what side of the border we're on. Right. But yeah. I can't remember who said it first. But like Canada is like the nice apartment above a meth lab. Oh, yes, I've heard that. That's yeah. not true. I believe that it is it is the meth lab next door in the duplex <laughs> because Canada has just as bad a problem with um, racism against indigenous people, mm -hmm. against black people. And they, they they have few they have fewer people up there. They have fewer people <laughs> yeah. up there per capita. So that's, yeah. what, that's what makes it less. Yeah. <laughs> so they make coke. We make meth. <laughs> well, they're, size wise, they're about the same. Just because Canada has less people in it, that yeah. means that, that they have more money, probably. 
but they spread it over because a bigger surface no. area. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love these weird conversations we get into. Size wise of their country, they're they're more like a, a Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like a Packer penis, they're not really filled with much. <laughs> I do I do stand by my assertion that um the leadership of both countries aren't that much different. Like I, I to this day will defend my opinion that Trudeau is Canada's Obama because well, you like, know, yeah. the things that he does and says and the, the problematicness is absolutely there and But it's like it's it's like John Mulaney said. You know, yeah. you know, when, when you're going to leave your, your baby with your, with your mother, you don't rush home to check the nanny cam. Right. Right. But you if the you ba- know what kind of fucked up she does. Right. Right. <laughs> but if the babysitter is Gary Busey. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a little different, you know. Now I'm imagining that. <laughs> Yeah, he would do some of his, some of his weird art with the kid, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they're screwed up for life. And they would they would like you know you'd get home and you're like, why is the kid still awake at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> and they would like give you this long winded like why they had to stay up and talk about yeah stuff. I don't even fucking know. And we've got all this blow to do. Right, so, right. So. <laughs> he needed somebody to keep him up because if he crushed, it would be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then I, this is probably, yeah. and I think it was probably yeah. the, the number one quote for the entire season. I didn't, I didn't try to check that one out, but looking at the numbers on all of them, this one got more votes per se- on that that season than any other quote got. So, listen up. Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Huh? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Huh? All right. You think that's bad? You should see the Uranus, huh? You think that's bad? You should see the Uranus. They get pretty hairy over there. Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. What? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. Fuck. Uh, duh. Well, how do you think it got there? I don't remember how I said sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Yeah. Well, I bet the shit got on the outside of the Uranus the same way the shit got on the outside of the toilet. <laughs> He sounds like he's gonna cry when he's saying it. Yeah. Sometimes there's shit on the outside. And then and then you you heard the door open. Mm-hmm. That was McMurray coming in, and then the whole thing the happened. Same again. conversation, yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Number one, yeah, I, in my opinion, that's the number one for the season, I think. Um then uh, our next episode, which was the number one choice of episode. Oh, my favorite this season. Episode too. six, holy sheet. Yeah. And we're back with the D- the Dicks. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they, ne- they needed some ha- help at the dick farm uh with our buddy renee Encarnacio. yeah cause he, he said you know anytime the dicks are on i'm claiming it <laughs> so <laughs> he owns he owns claim to uh he holds claim to all the uh the dick episodes so uh, unless we can get like a dick on the show maybe <laughs> yeah if 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 jonathan torrens wants to come on the right. show anytime <laughs> or sarah wayne callie's um <laughs> And we will tell her how much we apologize for hating her in Walking Dead. <laughs> that, but that wasn't her fault. No, it wasn't. No. It was terrible writing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The the story was much better than comics. Go read, read the comics; they're fantastic. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> and musical guest, the White Coles. White Coles. 
Beatles with uh, Cole Fournier, <clears throat> uh, Cole Fournier in the band from the uh, the podcast Super Fun Time Trivia from the Great White North. Yes, they are out of North ba- North Bay, Ontario. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this <laughs> uh, initially uh, I think uh, Renee got a little uh, distracted. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cut back my carbohydrates. Uh, yeah, and that's when Katie fucking calls herself Gretzky. Yes, I'm, I'm like Gretzky around here. I know where everybody is. I'm like, yeah, you do, baby. When she said it, I was like, oh, I got the reference. She saw tits fucking from behind her. She had eyes on the back of her head. That's and right. Tits coming. She, yeah, she was facing this way. Tits is right over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, I do a little window shopping. It's all right. It's all good. Yeah, I don't mind if I mean, you look yeah. at her. She got, she's fucking, got big old boobs. It's all good. We, we, we fucking point them out to each other. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, it's fun. But it's more asses than tits. Definitely. So, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Because asses ain't everywhere. <laughs> right? And having been, you know, having had tits since I was in like second grade, they're cool Wait. and all, but no. You have, you have, you have tits? Just a couple. No. no. One and two. Whoa. <laughs> bam, bam. We didn't have, to, we didn't have a deal with that in pre-production no, at all No, we didn't today. have to move the camera so you weren't just staring at my boobs the whole time. Jesus. It's all good. Uh, they were 80, it was like the fucking South Park version of Beth Chapman. It was Beth Chapman. I would have looked at this the whole episode. And I'm holding my hands in front of my face, guys. I this is what i would have seen the entire episode just like they would have been talking to bane (laughs) you are blushing so hard i forgot about that whole thing no when we set up the camera at first i didn't even notice that it was literally just like my chin and my tits in the video (laughs) and he was like um I, I mean, I like the view, but can we change it so I'm not distracted the whole time? I completely forgot about that. Yes, Tiara has tits, they, and they are—they are not tiny. They are not tiny. They are—I mean, if if you have known me in real life for more than two years, they used to even be bigger, which is true, which is crazy. Some, which is not even the reason that I found. No, no, no. Nah. It was her ass. Absolutely, my ass is fantastic. None of y'all, well, a couple of you know. But. <laughs> uh, that's what you get for uh, doing the derby. I had a nice butt before derby, but derby really taught me how to keep it nice. Yeah, true. Even though I don't play anymore. And to ex- expand on tits. Oh, great tits, eh? Yours? I know they're great. No confirmation required. Then... I'm like fucking Gretzky in here. I know where everybody is. Gotcha. And you're talking to a fellow window shopper. It's not a crime. I do it all the time. Better luck, don't touch. Cheap thrills. Never hurt nobody. Bing, bang, boom. You are very cool. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah? What are you going to do about it? Oh, <laughs> uh, see, the way that they flirt with each other, it I, I get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes me want to like him. And well, I'm. And she's, I think she, you know, at that time, she's pre warning. Yeah. You know, she's you know, basically she goes, like, she, I have, fe- I'm getting feelings. If you don't, that's cool. But, you know, just tell me now because yeah. I don't mind if, you know, we're just fucking around. But if we're both going to be a thing, right. we need to both be a thing. Are, are you coming or going? Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Ah, uh, yeah, great episode. It was, uh, and it deserves to be number one. I mean, I could have probably selected many more scenes. Oh my god, that. so many! <laughs> that was everything yeah. with the dicks was amazing. Oh my god, the dicks are great, warm and moist. <laughs> yep, warm and moist every time. Uh, 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 so, final episode. Um, day beers. Day beers. Day beers. Nose beers. Stewart. Uh, okay, with, we do that all the fucking time. With, I'm sorry, I apologize, but we do that all the fucking time. Uh, it, with with uh, with our our very good buddy Liz Orton, Liz, uh, who sat in for for Don. Yeah, Don, thank yeah. God we for both of you. But yeah. uh, you know, just really happy that Don is is getting better yeah, on the mend. Definitely, and really want to thank Liz for stepping in pretty last minute yeah very last minute <laughs> a little bit like an hour yes i'm like no no you should have a couple hours you had enough time to watch the watch the episode okay. a couple times yeah well, an hour is enough <laughs> and she, she did fantastic <laughs> she did she was great love her uh and musical guest brian douglas day i picked the best music for this fucking episode yeah you did <laughs> uh i mean because it was perfect i mean yeah come on you, you, and it, i mean kind of basically told the story in a way about what was happening in that episode so yeah that was uh brian brian gave us great music uh which was perfect so um we had a question about this episode oh, yeah. because this was episode seven and it's you know a little different from before and then oh and then the other big overarching one before i go into details mm -hmm. is this the holiday episode yeah <laughs> yeah because the it, you, there's only an ep ever been an episode seven when it was a there was a holiday episode yeah. And technically, and, Day Beer's Day is Day Beer's Day. a day. Day. Yeah, my mm. guess they is they just used it they, to they, wrap up. They want they wanted to have episode seven be, to wrap up, uh, Dirks, Dirks, and uh, and they needed a holiday, so they made up Day Beer's Day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm into it. I just I think it was yesterday morning. Um, we were watching it, and I'm like. Hold on a second. Was there a holiday in this season? <laughs> yeah, I mean this this uh, this wasn't a real holiday because all the other holiday episodes don't they're one offs. They're, yeah, they're one offs. There's there's nothing to do with what's gone the story arc that's gone in gone on in that season. Yeah, it 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 has its own storylines that kind of pull from yeah. whatever has been happening, but it's not um it's not easy to pick where in the season it would have landed because it's not a direct line whereas this one is absolutely the season finale yeah and also a holiday yeah well it's just like real life you know it doesn't really matter what else is going on everything stops for a holiday yep yeah which brings to mind another conspiracy maybe this wasn't maybe this actually happened before one of the other episodes <laughs> and and uh, oh my god you're gonna make my brain hurt <laughs> Like literally, as you're and saying then, that, my eyes are she, already starting to cross. Like, and she's <gasps> and she's forgiven him since then. <laughs> you never know. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, and and uh, yeah. This I I voted for this quote as well because I think it, it's it perfectly sums up mm. Wayne's feelings. I am fucking dying for a piece of you. Oh, I've been dead. I am just dying to get you. I feel like that's you too. Like you, you're like I identify right oh, now oh, yeah. so fucking hard. I am dying for a piece of you. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking dying to get you. Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
and that was the season. I mean, it was a fantastic yeah. season. It was um, a great season. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's fully explains why, you know, it's Jared's favorite season as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So great. Um, yeah. Great writing, great story. Uh, and now you've set the bar high. Let's, yeah. I can't wait to see season nine. So, especially now that it's officially delayed. Yeah. Because we're, what, what's, today? do we know it's officially today, delayed? Well, well, it would have come out traditionally on July 1st. It is now July 10th as of this recording. True. So, um, and we still don't have a, a, a premiere date. True. So we don't now, know. Now, I will say that a July one that would have happened at this time uh, for, I think that was season seven, was put to, it was a season seven or six. It was put to October. There was a delay. Yeah. And then there was a boom, boom, back to back, right. which very well could happen. Yeah. 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 yeah maybe it's, it was six, seven. I don't know, something like that. But anyway, I think it was seven and eight were the ones oh, that were back to back. Yeah, maybe that's what because it was. Because it yeah. was a, I remember there being a short period of time between. I wonder if they did that because we're not sure how this is going to go over. So we're going to give this in October <laughs> and then soon enough there will be eight, which we know is great. <laughs> so... Maybe, I don't know. Um, a lot of theories about yeah, that. Because season seven, and I know we've talked about this before, was very, it was, good, it was, it it was good. It was very off brand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not yeah, what and people we want were like three hundred up, three hundred seasons of this show, so we don't want any jumping the shark <laughs> on season seven. True, right? true, true, and yeah, and like we said, uh, no clue at all on what's happening. We see, you know, we we try to find out. I mean, uh, there's folks that I talk to who are in the production mm-hmm. group uh, that you know, all, the best I've ever gotten is soon. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and then so yeah, we're I'm also, and th- there's been a lot of like bullshit clickbait articles oh, coming out lately. God. So it's obvious that people are looking it up and asking. And so mm. people are, here's what we know. We don't know anything. <laughs> right. Uh, everything is, you know, we, we still don't have a start date. We still don't have a. Right. Like, yeah, we know. They don't have anything. <laughs> they don't have anything. They have the same shit that we've known for six months where mm. we knew that they were filming right. seasons. Uh, what are we at? Nine and ten. And we had pictures on the on the social medias from the character from the characters from the actors um, <laughs> while filming. So we know that there has been filming done, and but then you know the world stopped. So and though theoretically it should still be stopped, but anyway. Yeah. But I mean, we're we're trying. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna keep on trying. So, yeah. uh, and then yeah. also next, what we have is uh, a great interview that we did um and oh, with uh, one of, with one of our favorite shamrockettes i mean they're both our favorite Absolutely. Uh, but uh yeah they, but we, we had to have the we had to have the bookend pair definitely so uh, Cam, uh kelly mccormack uh you as you may know as betty ann mm-hmm. so uh yeah uh enjoy your time listening to this because it's really fantastic she's brilliant beautiful insightful i mean you know She's she's great. So absolutely uh, enjoy your time. Hey, wear a mask, please. Please, <laughs> we want you to be around for our next season just as much as you want to be around for it. So wear a mask. Take care now. Bye. Oh my my! That's our uh, our good buddy Cole Fournier from uh, 
from uh, the uh, podcast called uh, Super Fun Time Trivia. He's he's, he's up there out of North Bay, uh, uh, Ontario. So, got to have Canadians on when we're interviewing Canadians, Hell right? Yeah. So, so we need more Canadian bands. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I need to, I should have wrote wrote those ones down from uh, that, that Trevor gave us. Well, <laughs> just go back and listen. Yeah, I, I'll have to go back and listen. We talked for like two hours. I know. So hopefully, to, it was on on record and yeah. not like. Before or after. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was. <laughs> All right, so today we have an amazing actor known uh, by our fans from Letterkenny uh, uh, as as Betty Ann uh, uh, Puck, uh, dueling, <laughs> Mary Ann Dueling Puck, uh, Puck Flinger. Uh, Take Betty, a breath. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been getting excited for this all day uh, while I was at work, and I couldn't concentrate on work. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly McCormick, how are you now? Woo! Great. <laughs> uh, that was the best intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, normally what you have to say after, how are you now, is good new. Oh, my goodness. Good oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's okay. You're a hockey player. You're not That's a hit. That's true. That's true. So... <laughs> Sorry, I, I was more. I, I got now befuddled about your befuddledness. I, like, I, 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 did, I didn't quite hear I, you said. What do I say now? And I yeah. was like, good. News. <laughs> yes, good news. Yes. Sorry, I'm a terrible comedian. Nah, nah, terrible bad. Canadian, worst hockey player. Not true. Well, yeah, because I, I did have a question for you about uh, your hockey playing. Because mm-hmm. we asked Jess, <laughs> and she said, she said neither of you were very good at it. Uh, well, I'd like to quantify and qualify uh, uh-huh. our level of uh, of talent on the ice. Uh, I played hockey for one whole year of my life, <laughs> and uh, I skated for a long time, and then I stopped. And uh, when we auditioned for this. They didn't ask us if we could play if we could play hockey. <laughs> they just they wanted people who were the right actors and who had the comedy chops to do it. And obviously, my first question when they hired me to play Betty Ann, I was like, "Well, who's Marianne? Like, who's Marianne?" <laughs> and they told me Jess was, and I had never worked with Jess, but I had sort of idolized her from afar, um, not just as an actor, but as an activist and just a writer and an ultra cool babe sauce wonderful human like just the coolest raddest chick we've since worked together like so many times um but at that time we hadn't so so excited and then they were like anyways so hockey and i was like oh yeah yeah i mean i can play i like played i got on the ice uh so but jess was like i full-on can't skate so then we (laughs) Um, went to actually McCormick's rink in Toronto on Dufferin and we had some fun just the two of us uh, playing hockey and trying to like in her trying to learn how to skate me trying to remember how to like wear hockey gear and skate at the same time Uh, but to the level that was that you see us on camera we had doubles so we don't come close to matching the incredible talent of the Sudbury hockey team that Uh, played as our doubles um there was a pretty casual um feeling towards like just being like yeah just jump on the ice and i'd be like okay and jess is looking at me like i just (laughs) they were very cavalier about like not paying attention to whether or not we were handling it or not like they They'd have all the girls in front of us, like, diving onto the ice, and then us would just be like, <laughs> okay, stepping on surreptitiously and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we, yes, I played hockey for one year, and, Je- and Jess didn't skate, so yeah, I don't think that she, that's, uh, that's she, she must have... Ask. 
is 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 who of the two of you who was better? So it has has to have been you then. It was me. Otherwise, no, she did not. She didn't. She didn't say. She just said you were. You got both of you were not comparable to the actual. On a realm of like worth mentioning, like being hockey players and then us, like yeah, we suck. But like on, on, on a sliding scale uh, of between that, I mean, I remember one day we were practicing at McCormick's rink, and uh, there was this like ex like NHL dude who showed up and started just like skating circles around us, but sort of like doing <laughs> doing it in a really aggressive like pseudo masculine oh, like performative that. way. Uh-huh. Mm. And, and and her and I were just like, we get it. You can say. Like, uh, yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. We were like, okay, we're not going to sleep with you. We're trying to <laughs> I mean, maybe if you'd have come over and helped us and been nice, right? There's a possibility. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were like, calm down. You don't play for the NHL anymore. Take your midlife crisis elsewhere. We I mean, I mean, I, I see Kiso skate on the show, and Jesus oh, Christ, <laughs> he can skate. Honestly, there's a scene where he does the where he's chirping at us from mm-hmm. obviously from behind, and yeah. then he does this like. Jump, 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 jump to the left. Yes. Jump, yes. Jump, 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 jump. Who oh like and, that? <laughs> and you can you can tell like that scene is cut so quickly because there was not a take where 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 we weren't laughing. We weren't laughing at like just absurd because he ices he ices one of the Sudbury players so well, and every time we just looked over at her, her face is covered in ice. It was crazy. Oh, I, I God. think that actually well, I, we've we've said that that's one of our favorite scenes. Yeah, yeah, that, so I, mean, yeah I mean, just and just knowing that acting was his fallback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he will just wander around the house and go, "Acting was his fallback." <laughs> I know, I know, and it's so crazy, and it's funny because Jared Kiso, who I'm sure you know, is a prince among human beings. Like we, we he heard. is. <laughs> an alarmingly nice person to the point we were like, am I a terrible person? Like, should I just leave? Cause he's just such a kind person. So the first time you meet him, you have to adjust to the new reality of him not being like an irate asshole from the show. He's so kind. Um, so kind that when he was chirping Jess and I in the like when when he was playing um, Shorzy, chirping us, he told us he couldn't look us in the eye because he felt too bad <laughs> saying what we were saying. And we were like, we can take it, bro. And he was like, no, guys, I just would prefer not to say this to you because telling you that you have like legs like Redwoods or telling you your breath smells like a dead body or whatever the hell he says to me, he was like, I can't, I just... I just can't do it. And we were like, how are you so good? Such a good night. Like it's the best acting performance of a lifetime. Cause he's, so yeah, I mean, I, him switching from Wayne to Shorzy, just listening to that in an episode, yeah, is nuts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's nuts. It's, I don't, yeah, I don't know how he does that. So, well, well he does so many of the voices, and you know, yeah. let, let's be honest, the call in voices. First- terrible voice that we ever heard Kiso do was that accent on psych and he's come a long way since that yeah i forgot about yeah i don't know if you watched psych at all i mean i know it was all shot up Mm -hmm. in vancouver but he was on an episode of psych he played an american uh he was wearing and he was he was even wearing like uh an evening formal dress and he talked he talked like this it was was like a young thurston howell the third so oh my god i'll have to check it out yeah definitely uh um so yeah uh, What's your? Do you have a, a favorite uh, Kiso moment on set? Like, like something funny he did or said, just you know, or just him being him, or 
I remember when we first got to set, Jess and I were really nervous, mm-hmm. um, probably more so for this than we, than you, like you're, you're always nervous when you're coming on as new characters on a show that already has an established vibe and, um, you know, a crew that knows each other. And it's kind of like a make or break or, you know, pl- uh, what's the word? Uh, like, so it's sort of like, it's going to, how much you're on the show depends on how, how much you come out swinging out of the gate. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, and, and because the style of the show is so specific, we had prepared like crazy. Like we were up all night, like just running running, running that first scene in the locker room with all right. like the biggest chirps. Um, and we were so nervous, um, and we were taking it so seriously that we, I think we kind of forgot how disgusting and alarming some of the stuff we were saying was. <laughs> and so we were taking it so seriously and her and I are just tuned in like, Oh, let's try it again. Let's do it again. Let's keep running it. And, uh, I guess we kind of forgot that this was a big moment. These two female hockey players were coming on and chirping more disgusting trash talking chirps than maybe anything that had been said on the show yet yeah. or mm-hmm. maybe on tele on television ever yeah. like i hope i i would like to counter any other person who said something more disgusting than <laughs> than like <laughs> a sharpe with palsy and a water <laughs> ring in its mouth <laughs> or like the back of kelsey's yes. head yes <laughs> signed by bald spot signed by the whole cast of Fraser circa 1994 like and i still different remember colored lipsticks. <laughs> yeah. or uh um Babe Ruth's, uh, Babe Ruth, the, the Babe Ruth's glove. If the dirty if 20 more dudes. Yeah, the dirty 30s, yeah. The, the Babe Ruth's glove from the dirty 30s if 20 more dudes spat chewing tobacco in it. <laughs> I know, and the like, way you deliver that, I mean, because yeah. it's so, so <laughs> cutting pan. and deadpan, yeah. you're, you're just like, <laughs> yeah. you're, not even, you're not even grimacing. It's just like this very... No. <laughs> No, this, it, that that was important to us. We were like, this isn't this isn't even the most gnarly shit that these <laughs> these girls can come up with. Yeah. So well. so we're saying all this stuff, and then Jared, who is so kind, <laughs> went I think went around to all the female uh, crew members and just said, "Hey guys, like, just want to check in. <laughs> I know some things are being said. I just want to make sure you guys are cool with everything that's being said." And all the ladies are like, "Yeah." <laughs> this is awesome it's, it's two women saying it to each other you guys can't say it to us right yes <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and, and what's funny is you, the the really the only word is the the only kind of off-putting word swear word is mitt which has not never been used i mean but <laughs> you fucking used. know what it's about <laughs> well what was so funny is that i was reading the script and i was like mitt I think it means vagina. I just don't know. And then so I was like texting with Jess, being like, "We're talking about, we're talking about like." And she's, we're like screenshotting the um, the script back and forth, and we're like, "Can we just? We are talking. We're talking about like a hoo ha, right? Like that's what we're talking about." Like, we were so, and, and then and then and then the day that she sent me the day that we got the script that had the back of Kelsey Grammer's head circa nineteen eighty four, if the whole cast of Fraser signed his ball spot with a red sharpie i read that i she we both sent it that one shirt to each other at the same time and then i started I, the, when i started reading it i'm not even kidding you guys i started coughing i was like oh. <laughs> i started coughing never in my life have i started coughing from the, like it was just i feel i mean i feel blessed i feel blessed that that whole thing happened and what was funny is that 
all the the players, the, the hockey players from Sudbury, the whole team that's in the room with us, can't keep it. Yes. They can't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They can't. Well, they yeah, can't Je- stop laughing. Yeah, Jess was talking about how she just could not ever keep a straight face. <laughs> that oh she yeah. Was, <laughs> watch it was it. fine when we were we were delivering it like out, but then when we had to face each other <laughs> and do the whole like rhymes with boat, boat rhymes with smoke, and she just couldn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that was with uh, Mark Ford right there. I just could I could imagine him totally. Oh my god. <laughs> totally being, you know. Making you laugh more. Yeah. (laughs) He's impossible. Though I will say in the new season when we're in the the gym and he's like making we're just stand then the new season when we're in the workout gym. Have you Hmm. you guys seen this? Yeah. Season eight, eight, yes. yes. Yeah, season eight. And he's saying, uh because I never know what's out in America or in Canada yet. So I'm like, you guys have that. I think there's, it's within a week that when once it once it once it's on it starts on Crave and then it's here like Five days later. Yeah. Right, right, right. So theoretically, um, nine will be here in a couple months. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he, like, you get into this mode where you you sort of just, like, really just want to be those types of chicks who, like, have zero chill. So yeah. when we were in the the uh, gym and Mark was, like, saying, like, that girls couldn't play hockey, we never cracked. We were just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like it, it just oh, became, I, I know, it was, especially with... It was such uh, such a bad Warren. feminist vibe for that. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, Mark, just shut, just shut up, <laughs> shut up, I know. shut up, quit. You were ahead, and now you're falling down. <laughs> yeah, but the but the cool thing about it is that they we they end up beating us, but then halfway through the the game we we stop and we're like okay you won now yeah. it's like let's not use and I think the redemption is that we're the better hockey players. Cause we're like, yeah, ice time is expensive. Let's mm-hmm. get to practicing. Then you won the bet. We're going to be the coaches. So yeah. F you like, <laughs> and I, I, I love that Jared was like, we talked to Jared about that. Cause we were like, how do we make sure this is redemptive for these characters? And he's like, well, at the end of the day, you guys end up being better coaches, which is just, and being coaches. <laughs> so funny because obviously we're the bet. We, we got the W's like we're the winning hockey players. Right. We, we were the ones who should be the coaches, but when we were shooting it, of course, the Sudbury men's hockey team is sitting in the um, sitting in the bench or whatever, and mm. we're standing there, and like a lot of them like couldn't handle it. <laughs> they kept like looking at us and just being like, "So wait," because they don't, you know, it's not always pe- every not every extra or every like background performer knows like the whole full plot of the episode. So when we were standing there with Mark, they're like whoa so like hold on are you guys and we kept and we just and we were again in character we're like what's the problem (laughs) yeah we're your coaches i love how your i love how your voices are different your real life voices are are so different i mean because you're it's like you drop uh, an octave you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so it's just so great i mean because you know i because i i kind of half expect some you know uh, because you you Jess and you both play a lot of badass characters. So, mm-hmm. and, and so it's that, it's, so I expect that from your, from you in real life. So, I I mean, so, so hearing your, your high, your high voice and your, 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 your laughing and it's just, it's, it's, it's just so diametrically opposed of what you have the oh. image <laughs> of the well, image. I'll, take, in that your head. A, I'll oh, yeah. take that a as a compliment for acting, but B, I will also say that on my first day of Letterkenny, I was so sick that my voice was about to, an octave lower. So then I was like, fuck, for the rest of the show, I have to be like, <laughs> I have to be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, oh, um, God. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's but like, you know, uh, every, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just think every character you sort of have to find where what where where what what part of your vocal range right. does it feel like it's where the character sits. Mm-hmm. And I love I love changing that up for characters. But yeah, I was sick. I was so sick. My <laughs> voice was so low. Oh, no. And then I was like, oh well. <laughs> well it's it's kind of like, uh, and I don't know if you watch Supernatural at all, which is oh, all yeah. filmed up. And I mean, it's, oh, yes. it's when. Uh, uh, Jared, uh, not Jared, uh, it was uh, Jensen, uh, who plays Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, like the first three, four episodes, he just talked in his regular voice, and then he's got this really <laughs> like the- For the rest of the series, he talks like this the whole time. I, I will say that's like, I mean, I don't care. I've, I've stopped caring about saying this stuff in public anymore, but that's definitely like a, a male actor thing. Like, you see that a lot with, with dude actors, where they're like, they talk normally, and then they're like, oh, I'm not Batman. And, and so, <laughs> I've sort of started, like, you know, being like, well, why can't I do that? Like, why totally. can't I just be like, talk totally. down here and be yeah, like, I mean, it's like, but it's like, like all the guys on that show now talk like that. <laughs> and me. I know, but it's, it's funny when you sit in audition, cause I'm also a filmmaker. So anytime I sit in auditions and, and you know, men come in to audition like that have are auditioning for a certain kind of character and have a certain, uh, perception of themselves they just start talking normally and then suddenly they start acting it's like this is my acting now i'm shit talking actors oh yeah <laughs> well like even, even even misha collins who is seriously i mean oh, he, 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 would, he is super sweet i mean he is mm-hmm. he built his own house up in bellingham i mean <laughs> with his two yeah, hands yeah but he's a super he's a super sweet guy i mean and he did he kind of does talk like that in, in well, his he, real life he talks but, like you yeah. a little in real life like yeah. it's it's um, you know, masculine, but not melodic. low. Yeah, well, melodic. And yeah. in Supernatural, he talks, you know, scruffy like this. Yeah, it's got a m- Except when he's it, not. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah that, is, that does happen a lot. It's awesome. Well, it's also, it's also the kind of writing that people write for men versus women. I yeah. mean, you look at, when I, I, as an actor, you see scripts, you get them all the time, and you see that men talk in definitive sentences. It's always, they talk as if they're barreling towards a period and an important <laughs> statement, where with women, they're always giving it like, I mean, I'm not sure, um, huh? Mm-hmm. I remember when, I remember when the new Zelda game came out, and people were pointing out that there was a dot, dot, dot before every one of the female characters on the game spoke <laughs> because it was like, she was thinking like she wasn't sure how to speak. And so, you know, there's these cadences that we associate with male, male characters versus female characters. So, and these are all things that I am passionate about changing. So when you get into a position where you're playing a badass, trash talking, no bullshit, no sense of humor, hockey player, you yeah. sort of want to capitalize on that. And so I was, I was I was okay that my voice was so low. No, that's cool. I was I was talking like that then. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, it's like even uh, that. The, I don't know if you saw the new Birds of Prey movie, the Harley Quinn. Which was very, I seen it yet. which was very very feminist. I mean, it was Wait, all so <laughs> just um, a little uh, two things. One. I hated the first, what was the first one? Suicide Squad. I hated it. I did yeah. not want to watch Birds of Prey until just about every one of my friends was like, no, 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 this is this is not Suicide Squad. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. number one. Number two, I've never liked Margot Robbie, and I was really nervous about her being Harley, yeah. and really, Harley? really nervous about her getting the rights to do Tank Girl, who's like my feminist <laughs> icon. And... <laughs> After Birds of Prey, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I can actually watch it without like prejudging what's going to happen <laughs> because mm-hmm. I thought she did really good and really good with the source material. Yeah. Have you seen her in I Tanya though? 
I no, have I haven't, but I have See, heard that I she's have, really good in that too. She's and she's also a producer, and she's so yeah. smart about the roles that she takes. Like, I remember her, the first time I saw her in Wolf of Wall Street, I was like, "Yeah, wow, she's absurdly beautiful and really good." And at the end of the film. I thought she sort of outshined Leo at the end there with like some really intense scenes. And then I, Tanya was like, I mean, Margot Robbie, I just think she's almost so beautiful to a fault. That's like, mm-hmm. you, it's hard, but she's such a talent. It's, it's distracting. But, <laughs> it's distracting. But I think that, I think when people look back at the choices she's made, that they'll see that it's someone who like really has a keen eye for a story and character. And yeah. I, I'm excited to see what she does next. I, Tanya was hella good. Good. Check it out. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I did have a question, and this kind of goes back to the uh, the chirps. Uh, yes, uh, I have a, 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 a question from our social media. Uh, Matches Malone from oh, yeah. a, a Facebook group that uh, he's in a sp- Facebook group that we're m- members of uh, called Professor Trisha would literally literally shit a brick. Um, <laughs> but he, he was asking uh, how often you practice. How often do you practice that that chirping, and how uh, I mean, how long does that take for for you to get that all down in the way you're expecting? And, uh, and, and then he says, like, really, how are you that rad? So <laughs> how am I that rad? Yeah. How are you that rad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. Well, it is my job. Um, right. you're very uh, good at it. it. Is, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, for me, I have to, I can memorize, I, I memorize things really quickly. Uh, I, I played a scientist on three seasons of a show called Killjoys, where I was responsible pretty much for all the exposition of the world building so once that happens where you're sitting in front of a computer acting by yourself with a computer spitting like crazy space science it it, you sort of get used to it but it is hard like i find you need i need to learn i need two days in between like in between before i shoot it um for it to really sink in two days Uh, but just two days like just drill it but then jess and i like i said drilled it you know, so much drilled it into our brains permanently to the fact that like, I can still remember every single trip. I, I've, I have no recollection of any other thing I've ever done. Like I can't remember any, but I can remember letter Kenny locker room scene one. <laughs> that's, that's, like, yeah. I, I understand. I, I can, I still remember in high school, we, we did Barbara Seville in French and I still mm-hmm. remember. I still yeah. remember. I still remember lines from from Romeo and Juliet from ninth grade. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't know what the lines meant. I just had them, and I had to learn to speak them. And I still yeah. remember. I don't know what the fuck I was saying. It's hard. It's hard. It's Letterkenny's harder than can be harder than other shows because the um, the tempo is so specific. It's very so snappy. It's like, we're almost not even communicating. We're just like, bah, 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 yeah. bah. it's not like we're expanding on each other's ideas, which can ha- sort of help you memorize something. Um, and as the scene unfolds, it's more just rapid fire memorization. So yeah, I was just saying that shit in my apartment at nauseam for days. Um, probably, you know, pissing off my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck and, is and she Jess doing? And I in the, yeah. And then Jess and I at the clarion, in Sudbury, Ontario, up until like one in the morning, just like, okay, go, go. Your mitt looks like your mitt looks like your mitt looks like your mitt looks like <laughs> And now I use, and what's so funny is that now I, I use the term mitt all the time as, and I'm doing this baseball show. And so, yes, we were, I, I, mean, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, the League of yes, Their I, Own series. Less. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be on Amazon, I right? I, know this. I keep, I keep changing sports. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, so I shot the pilot for A League of Their Own with uh, Abby Jacobson. It's her new show. And I play a gnarly trash-talking shortstop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I've uh, cornered a very specific niche, um, yeah. yes. and I'm I'm happy to stay in it, which is uh, bitches who do sports and bitch at other people or something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I keep making mitt jokes, and they don't, <laughs> and no one seems to get it. I, I, I hope <laughs> like, you get to throw what? a mitt joke into this. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. So I'm like, watch letter, Kenny. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> just got a little toss, a little a little soft toss right up there. <laughs> <laughs> It's so nice that um, Letterkenny is now on Hulu because, like, so many people in the states are watching it, and every yeah. time they people tell me, like, if any time I get stopped in LA for Letterkenny, I'm like, oh damn, you guys are watching that? Like, do you get the Canadiana of it? <laughs> like, well, that's actually that's something we talk about a lot on this show. Um, when we started watching it, it wasn't available in the United States yet. We uh, quote unquote traveled to Canada to watch it, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we yeah, definitely you know. did never pirate anything. We, never. Uh, no. Um, uh-huh. We don't do that. We watch Hulu like I responsible. Send you, I send it to you on a VHS in the mail. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, when we first started, like, no one we knew really knew it, except for, like, the one or two people that we had learned about it from. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so we started the podcast with just a couple of friends thinking we were just going to be talking about this show with our friends. And like, I would say within six months, uh, or within when Hulu, yeah. Hulu came out about six months after we started. And I would say within a month of that, we had like everything blew up on our end. Like mm-hmm. our, our viewer, our viewers, Downloads. our listeners yeah. uh, went way up. Um, Facebook groups, Twitter groups, like everybody was just so hungry for something so wholesome and funny <laughs> like you know wholesome <laughs> have you seen american shows <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess so i mean I well, so. yeah because I mean, one of the things about the show is that it's i mean even though it's crude crudeness has nothing to do with whether or not right. it can be yeah wholesome in my I mean, opinion no no I mean, but so, yeah because it's i mean it's a surprisingly inclusive show yeah i mean with yeah. with regards to sexuality uh and and acceptance and things like that and you know with with regards to i mean having having native natives play native characters and, which you know, doesn't usually happen in the united states yeah so yeah no. it, it, you know you know they and, and they're all discussed i mean and discussed just as 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 you would in a conversation with somebody somebody who's you know yeah. Like, yeah. like squirrely dan it's probably the mo- most woke guy and you know is always and talking still about- makes mistakes yeah like exactly like a mm-hmm. real person who's going on a growth journey <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's the a great show, show definitely the you know canada's I, i'm always surprised to learn how much more progressive canada can is and can be yeah. about certain things and um the show definitely trojan horses a lot of like progressive ideas yeah. and yeah gives you sort of and so like i think one of my favorite episodes is the one uh where the three main characters go and try and stop the like people who are like gay bashing in the town oh yeah the dj's from upcountry <laughs> yeah and they're like having a standoff being like you you know like you can't you only can't do that you know like it's like yeah. they're having a totally canadian bro conversation about <laughs> yeah about like and, and also you know um the hockey players calling us ladies, women, like just like all that stuff. I think, I mean, you have to know that the show is the people behind Jared and Jacob Tierney. They're two very intelligent, very progressive, smart Mm -hmm. uh, individuals who 
would have no interest in making a show that sort of proliferates bro culture yeah. beyond like it's you know an ex- ex- exhausted end which it already is exhausted so um yeah it's it's cool like that and it's cool that people are stoked to watch it in the states because uh yeah. <laughs> but it's more like the canadian stuff i'm like do you guys get all these like <laughs> deep cut hockey references like that's probably yeah yeah i, I tr- i'm tr- i'm learning about hockey uh, yeah I that's mean, that's something that we get asked all the time like <laughs> are you gonna look up that one thing i mean, or... <laughs> yeah, I, mean I, I come i come from a state where football is a religion so, <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, yeah we didn't play like those guys like hockey bros are literally every guy I went to high school with. Like, it's just, <laughs> I was the manager of my, the high school hockey team. And like, I, I, I played hockey for a year, but I was also their manager. And like, you just are around hockey. So hockey is and, and in the way that America's around football. It's just mm-hmm. a trope at this time. You know, these characters, the sort of dra- inner drama, Ferda, all that stuff. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah even our phone number for the, for the show, for people to leave, <laughs> to leave uh, voicemails is 304-50-FERDA. it's so it's so funny because one of the one questions we i always get asked when i'm in los angeles is like oh you're canadian like oh can you skate and i'm like yeah of course i can fucking skate like what the fuck's wrong with you we come out with we come out with skates on (laughs) i was like it's very uh, yeah it's you can skate it's like truly the thing they're like learn you like learn how to swim then ride your bike and skate and that's like That's yeah, that's track. within a week. I mean, my mom definitely <laughs> did that to me. I, mean, I I was born and raised in Seattle, but my mother absolutely like by three months old, I was in the pool, and by the yeah, time I could good. walk, I was on skates. So, yeah, there. and I had ice go. skating lessons until, well, yeah, <laughs> boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, I feel yeah. on that one. <laughs> so many sports were so fun until boobs happened. Right? I tell you, swimming Fuck. was so much fun before boobs. Oh, oh, I know. I was a competitive swimmer, and like. I feel like the com- the competing pushed the puberty further because mm-hmm. it was such intense. And then it was like, what, boobs? Come on. <laughs> Ugh. I can talk about this for hours. Over here, kid. Prefer- I got boobs for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I used to joke with my friends all the time about going in and scooping some out for them. <laughs> Please, I will give oh you the ball. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we should have this conversation over much more alcohol. Oh, than- hell yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh- <laughs> yeah usually this, anyway. this is usually done with day drinking, so. You know, <laughs> is, is there is there a, is there day drinking anymore? Or just drinking? Like, well, you, are there days there are anymore? No there are no <laughs> days in the apocalypse. That's, I, I've I been saying that. that. Yeah, my hangover brain is just my brain. Yeah, <laughs> it's just my, like I keep being like, oh, is it because I drank two bottles of wine last night, or is this just the new reality? Right? Is this anxiety dreams all night long, so I didn't get decent sleep? Oh or <laughs> they say it's easier to quit heroin, so. Maybe that's the then. <laughs> then what? <laughs> God damn! Yeah. COVID dreams are real though. Um, They're so weird. Yeah, I take medication to sleep now, so I don't remember any much. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I, that's I mean, good. I'm re- relatively sober. Yeah. Oh, now so. <laughs> every once in a while he'll have an edible if he like hasn't slept in two days. I'm hmm. I'm the uh, I'm the medicated one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, this is how I'm You're getting sleeping. through the apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sleeping, and there I are feel no rules. <laughs> no I can rules. I can have a glass of wine at two if I want to. That's when my office hours. <laughs> well, it's going to be weird after oh, this yeah. is over. I mean, are we going to stay anarchists or? <laughs> I mean, yeah. the things will keep. Right. Sleep. I just wonder if people are going to continue to sleep as much as we are. I hope so. Oh, I wish I. Getting I wish, back on I wish a I slept. teacher schedule is going <laughs> to kill me. I I don't even know how that's going to work when that happens again. <laughs> 
Yeah. Especially oh if God. it's going to, well. See, none of this has changed for anything. For, I work change. from home. Yeah. I have for 10 years. And I'm an introvert. The so. only difference is you are actually seeing friends more often because they're planning things like Cards online, Against Humanity yeah. online. Whereas me, I'm the social one. Yeah. I'm not a very social person and I spend a lot of time at home and I, I'm also a writer, so I work from home. And Jess is someone who knows this well. She knows that like I'll drop off the map for months, like no one will see me for months. And uh, she normally can, she's normally good at getting me to come out a little bit. She'll be like, <laughs> And then she'll tell people, she's like, Kelly probably won't show up for this. <laughs> I love you but two guys together. Yeah, she's the best. I love Jess. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big introvert too. But I feel like the world weariness and constant state of anxiety and doom and dread mm. sort of makes staying at home less romantic for yeah. me. <laughs> I'm well, like, I see, yeah, this, I see yeah, your this Instagram posts and you've, you're always in beautiful places. Yes. Traveling is a, a big deal in my life, a, a big motivation, artistic influence. Um, Italy is a big, a big inspiration for me. So it's been hard to see uh, so many people, friends in Italy uh, going through what they've gone through. But um, yes, traveling is huge for me and the outdoors. I mean, I'm from BC. I'm from Vancouver. I grew up like for four months out of the year on an island in the middle of the ocean. So <laughs> When I'm not when I'm not acting or writing or you know doing the filmmaking thing, I'm usually have disappeared to somewhere far away and forgot to tell people that are important to me. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I know. Listen, I don't have kids, so you uh, know, I, I don't have kids, and I have pretty little responsibilities. <laughs> but you know, the, I, I'm aware that that could change at one point in my life. So I'm just sort of skipping town when I can. But. Yeah, this, yeah, this my was... Instagram is like full of just nature pics. And, <laughs> yeah. and I, sometimes I'm like, should I promote my career more? And I'm like, man, <laughs> people want to see water. No, I don't know. Right? <laughs> I'll, yeah. go, I'll go outside and see water. <laughs> yeah. I, so what I was going to say was this was uh, this was going to be my year to do a little traveling this summer because I wasn't going to um, work summer school. <laughs> I was I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Did you have anything booked? Um, everything that was booked was paid back it's fine um the okay, one thing okay. i'm still except for, hoping except for letter kidding live except for letter kidding live that one <laughs> i'm still really for... bummed about i bought yeah. vip tickets <laughs> oh i'm sorry guys uh, this the is sort before. of letter kidding live yeah. 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 hey you know we're working we're, our way through the cast we're, we're gonna bring yeah. each each and every one of you that we can get to the people hell yeah so yeah yeah, and then just um, jump cut us, you know, saying the same silly things. And <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Be, yeah. I, I can't. I can't wait. I, and I and I hope it happens. I, I hope that I get to interview Jared and and have him stumble on the "How are you now?" <laughs> That's like a stream in life. <laughs> hear you say no. i'm sorry but like <laughs> no, you know, everyone's done it trevor did it last time <laughs> just did it like it happens it happens all the time <laughs> that's how whenever we have a guest on that's how we always start is how are you now and invariably i think we've only ever had one maybe two that have yeah been in right, our regular right <laughs> in our regular episode he asks me every time and probably for the first whole season i would be like who did you <laughs> <laughs> to make sure hence hence the name how are you now yeah. <laughs> of the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so um here. earlier you mentioned killjoys and i'm not a television watcher necessarily so i didn't know i didn't see it when it was on sci-fi channel but it just <laughs> ended correct not that long yes ago? we've yeah we uh incredibly got to tie five seasons together and finish it like on our own terms so it's five jam-packed seasons that i am in three of 
Awesome. I'm definitely going to have to look it up. Tell us a little bit more about the show for anybody, because... You know, a lot of Americans these days are starting to find shows that they missed because we oh, have yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Television? Okay, let me tell you about some television <laughs> you guys can watch. Yes. Uh, Killjoys is about um, three bounty hunters in space, uh, written by Michelle Lavretta, who wrote Lost Girls. Um, mm. It's funny. <laughs> it, it's sort of like the uh, tone of Firefly, if you guys watched Firefly. Oh, yeah. Big nerds. Uh, big, very, big nerds. It's yeah, so it's it stars Hannah John Common, Aaron Ashmore, and Luke McFarlane, and uh, you know, so just Hannah John Common, amazing actor, and then two Dreamboat, incredible dudes on her like on either side, just being so they create this really cool, fun trifecta of human beings, and then uh, the cast is also stacked with like Rob Stewart and Tom Allison and Sean Bick and. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a very fun show. It's it's it doesn't take itself seriously. The comedy is really really well written. Um, it it has that sort of uh, every episode's like a different mission sort of thing, and then some really beautiful arcs that happen over the the five seasons. I come in season three playing this nerdy, uh, uh, arrogant scientist from a. Uh, colony like a farm an ex-farm girl i'm sorry i don't even who the hell my character was i was an ex-farm girl like you know what space shows like things get so out of hand that you're like what was i right um basically the science nerd who's arrogant and doesn't have a filter and is really weird and sort of brought on as like their new little like like little annoying little sister and ends up becoming sort of an integral part of the team awesome force, which is the team of bounty hunters uh, that start as start bringing people in as bounty hunters, but of course end up sort of being in charge of saving the universe. And uh, the show is really well written. Um, The showrunner, Adam Barkin, also an incredible writer himself. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was like the best experience on set of my life. We were a huge family and the chemistry of the show is really great. And when I meet Killjoys fans, it's really exciting because um, I think it's the show that people will discover years from now and be like, damn, Killjoys was so good. <laughs> um, it's like Firefly in that way, you yeah. know, but except for we got to do five seasons and finish our story arc. You actually sorry, got to wrap it up. Uh-huh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry. We get to I hear he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, he's doing he's all right. Doing okay. yeah. <laughs> We're like the Firefly that finished. You know? <laughs> I like it. Oh man, I I'm like gonna it. get in trouble. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> I'm I'm like a huge sci-fi fan myself and fantasy nerd. Like I grew up playing Dungeons and Dragons and oh, collecting oh. magic cards and all that. <laughs> you can yeah. see what's in the background. Yeah. We got our minifigs over there and a couple of different. Yeah. The amount of people who are like, okay, well, I guess we'll never have scheduling problems for our D and D campaign because we're gonna do it on Zoom every Sunday. And I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> because like like I always tell people. I'm always like, you have to choose wisely if you're going to choose an actor to be in your D and D campaign because their schedule is like non-existent and mm. they're not in control of it. So, I've been very annoying in the D and D campaigns that I've been uh, that I have participated in and been asked to. But now everyone's like, I know you're home and you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, ah. you're not being anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Log in. Yeah. So That's yeah, awesome. I mean, speaking of the 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 sci-fi stuff. Um, you and two of your castmates were oh, yeah. also in a, a very favorite show of ours, The Expanse. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I oh, love, yeah. I mean, it's like, Theo had like 
a couple of scenes. Yeah, the you first had, we saw I Tio, it was just like in. Wait, is that rewind it? Is that, think, it is. <laughs> and then, then it was you, and, and you. Were, yeah, yes. she she was she was a guard for like yeah, just like a couple of scenes. Um, I don't even know if she had a speaking role. I don't think except, she except said for it. get in. Yeah, <laughs> and then you were in like I think two two episodes or was it one? No, I think I was I was just in one. Okay, um, with Atticus Mitchell, who's also my like co-star in Killjoys. Nice. So. Yeah, Canadians, you know, we make the rounds in space. <laughs> We've heard. We've definitely heard. Well, I've, I've looked at enough IMDBs that I've seen, oh, oh, oh yeah, they were in that, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think if anyone looks a little too closely, you'll see that Canadians have cornered the market on space. Yes. <laughs> we're all prepared. It's pretty hilarious, actually, the crossovers. And, and it's funny because sci-fi fans make such a big deal about crossover characters. Mm. And yet I'm like, dudes all of canada is one big crossover yeah. <laughs> I, was oh, totally. on, I was on defiance beforehand um which is another sci-fi show with mm-hmm. anna hopkins and then anna hopkins came on killjoys and then she went on the expanse and then i went on the expanse <laughs> and then jess was like it's like it's just crazy uh yeah so i was on the expanse with uh my co-star from killjoys who he plays pippin and then the two of us were uh i don't know taking down a ship fucking shit up you know i don't know we were were sort of we were martians being all not sure what's going on in the big picture but like we have our own motivation and i I tried to like take down a ship very lots of drama lots of guns lots of seriousness um it was pretty funny though because atticus and i were sitting there like in spacesuits in a spaceship being like this (laughs) feels like like it's sort of it feels like killjoys it looks like killjoys i know i'm in space but it's not. No one's laughing. <laughs> it's a little Killjoys different. is so Killjoys is so irreverent and mm. like pokes fun at itself. And the Expanse is not at all. Oh, Expanse! <laughs> but I mean the the writing for the Expanse. I mean the books based on you know. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's, it's just not. It's yeah, it's a incredible. totally different tone than Killjoys. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, like I, I'm trying to crack jokes <laughs> and be like, man, this is not. This is all serious all day. Yeah. And Dean has gone on uh, rants before about comparing Wayne to to Amos too. So that yeah. Like, yeah, we can totally see the parallels yeah, yeah, in the character. I, 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 and <laughs> I asked Jess, I asked Jess, I said, who would win in a fight, Amos or Wayne? And she was like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't think she had an that answer. so funny. It's funny because, uh, yeah, it's funny because like Amos is like, oh, sorry, it's Wes. The, get, the actor's name is Wes. Yeah, Wes. Yeah, Amos, right. Right. So Wes is so much like Wayne in a way. Like he's just like a really like, I forget where he's from. I think he might be from. He's from. Uh, he, he's from. He's from the south. I think I want to say he's he was from. from yeah, from. Uh, he was like in. Uh, was, he, was it? I want to say it was Alabama or something like that. Almost. Yeah, he's just like you know a really kind, like but straight talking country boy, and yeah. so he sort of feels like Wayne in real life. Yeah. Um, but like obviously not, not like I mean doesn't right. talk like him. But <laughs> yeah. So I don't know <laughs> who would win. That's a good question. Because yeah, I mean, the the thing that I mean, I we we have That's a lot a crossover of crossover. I want to see. <laughs> we we right? have we do have a theory about Wayne, right? And mm-hmm. and somewhat about Amos that uh, that they fall on on the autism spectrum. Uh, just mm-hmm. just the way they react to things and act in in their daily lives. It's it it kind of feels like she. She is a she is she is educated. I'm and- I'm autistic, and for a very long time before I was diagnosed, um, I liked to joke that I was autistic with autism being my special interest because I probably spent 20 years studying it, not getting a degree on it ever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So a lot of people um, in actually autistic communities, when they talk about TV characters, most of the time it's, I hate this character because, you know, it's a stereotype. Whereas, the good doctor. <laughs> the good doctor. Whereas when, um, when we watch Letterkenny, and we know that this isn't intentional, but a lot of the mannerisms and things that Wayne does and says are very, very, um, (laughs) I say this, they're very autism like, um, -hmm. the way that he, uh, the way that he gets uncomfortable in, in things that aren't quite how they're supposed to be. And just like little things like that, like sensory processing things that they we know that Jared probably isn't going well. Wayne has an issue with something. So he's doing this because it's getting the energy out of his body. But really that's what he's doing. Like um, scooping the hay from one side to the other, just because he's frustrated. That's absolutely something that someone on the spectrum would do. So you, you, you would like, uh, I mean, I appreciate everything you're saying. And um, my mother is a teacher uh, for kids with autism. So these things are the things you're, obviously not like a lifetime experience with it, but you know, the, you would like Killjoys for this reason. And the character that I play on Killjoys, uh, I had a lot of fans reach out to me and ask if I had made the choice to make the character, someone living with autism or someone who was on the spectrum. And, you know, a lot of Michelle Lavretta's theory about the show is in the future. And it, you know, her idea is like, if this is going to be the future and I'm going to write a story in the future, then I want it to be better than today. And so she's created a world where people's, um, where today someone's sort of disabilities, quote unquote, mm-hmm. are superpowers in the future. So <laughs> yep. the, char- the character that I play on Killjoys has such a narrow focus on science and such a in- breathtaking intensity and focus to it that she has a hard time truly um, being able to see how maybe arrogant she's being or how mm-hmm. like, like focused she's being and, and has a hard time emotionally connecting to people because outside of this this focus and this passion that she has. Uh, and she, and the comedy of her character is that she misses things a lot because she doesn't see that she's coming across like an absolute asshole or someone <laughs> who's, who's like, sort of like, what's the problem? Like, this is what I do and this is what I'm good at. So like she misses, she, there's something interpersonal that she misses mm-hmm. because she's so focused on her superpower, which is the reason they need her and the reason why she becomes such a instrumental character. So, you know, I had a lot of fans reach out to me, um, who had said, you know, that they were on the spectrum or that they lived with autism and that they wanted to know if this was a choice that I had made. And Michelle and I were pretty open about it being like, it wasn't like, okay, this character lives with autism, but it was like, this character has a superpower that you recognize that I can recognize in people I know with autism, which is that intense focus and passion for maybe like one direction and maybe less less um I, I, like we're less interested in moving towards another direction and needing things to say a certain way like zeph's lab is very much what you're talking about with wayne's mm-hmm. with the haystacks yeah. <laughs> she's like put that down da, da, da. Yep. yeah I'm so gonna, that's I'm cool. definitely gonna have I mean, to check that out yeah you i think you'll i mean the cool thing about killjoys is that it's probably the most i think it's probably the most progressive sci-fi show i've ever encountered like there is no discussion of every character is 
is is not straight like until proven like it's like everyone's <laughs> fluid everyone there is no like great all right your favorite show it's, it's all in there i'm telling you i'm telling you like the that's the future i want it's the future it's the future and and if you read michelle lavretta's writing about the show you then know that you're in safe hands because you're like oh okay i appreciate if you just google if go to her twitter see some of her read some of her interviews and you'll see you'll encounter the mind of someone who you'd want to to live in for five seasons that's my that's my last point on killjoys and canadian content Woo! yeah i mean i mean surprisingly enough the 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 only folks of the other shows that I watched from Canada were not on Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never been on. I was never. I was not on Shit's Creek. I auditioned for it a hell of a many, many times. Really? But, uh, I oh, wonder yeah. if like I mean, everybody wants to work with the with the levies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's auditioned for Shit's Creek. There was a time where everyone had auditioned for Rain, that show on CW. Right. I don't. Yeah, that's don't a channel that you watch. Was, <laughs> I don't know. It's a show about like the Tudors, and that was shooting here, and like so, every huh. woman had auditioned for Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you mentioned Supernatural. Like I grew up in Vancouver. I've been mm. auditioning for Supernatural since I was like fifteen fucking years old. <laughs> I like like Tyler. <laughs> Never <laughs> on that show either. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on the season on season one episode five was his show. On oh, damn, <laughs> it's like Smallville too. You know those shows yeah. for institutions. Yes. And then all- I was a. I was an extra on Battlestar Galactica for nice. like two summers nice. when I was a teenager. They're not um, doing so a new one. A, yeah, I was. I've been in a spacesuit for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny. I mean, I just I I love seeing you know like Ty- Tyler was the first one first one of the cast that we've talked to, and I was like I really want to talk to Tyler because I've been a Supernatural fan since it started, and so it was it was kind of cool, fu- you know, because he was I think he was like fifteen at the time when he when he did mm-hmm. uh, when he did that, yeah. and then he and then he was on again like that makes sense because it's been on for hundred years, hundred <laughs> <So, laughs> years. Yeah. It's seventeen. So like, is it? Yeah, they're, it's, they're it's still still this is the last season though. Right now, it's like it's season good. seventeen or something 15. like that, right? Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, and it's super duper natural. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, geritol ger- um, natural. <laughs> I mean, especially because the characters are like the the character of Dean Cannon. Like watching the episode is exactly one year older than me, um, <laughs> which is not true of the actor, but. <laughs> Uh, so watching this, I'm like, how are they still doing it? I'm 41 and broken, and that's <laughs> they didn't they didn't have a pandemic to contend. True, with. maybe they have only demons. Well, they, they <laughs> had a couple of a couple of end of the worlds, and yeah. I think both of them went to hell a couple of times. They haven't and had murder hornets yet. They they did not. That's oh my, uh... god. oh my god. When I got that push notification on my phone, I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jumanji, man. It's just Jumanji. I got a a meme today. It uh, it said, um, 2020, but wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, who, like, we were talking about how there are so many, um, oh, what's the word, where you all work together on all these different shows up in Canada. Um, who, Who have you not worked with that you would love to work with? Oh, I mean, good question. I, I I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a pretty uh, good position in that if there's someone I haven't worked with and I want to, I just cast them in one of my projects. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. I have a film I have a film coming out called Sugar Daddy, 
which there's a scene where both Dio Horn and Jess are both in together as oh. my friends. Um, <laughs> and they play, like, they play, like, Jess plays a totally, a totally different person. But, um, so, you know, I just, if there's someone I haven't worked with yet, I, I sort of just sort of make it happen. Uh, that's a good question. Who have I not worked with? Hmm. I mean, again, like Kara G from The Expanse oh, was a good friend of mine. I wanted her to be in, I wanted to work with her. So I put her in uh, the, the show I produced called The Nadeaus of Duquesne Island. So there's that. Like I just sort of, you know. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I kind of make it happen. Um, who do I want to work with? I mean, there's so many people I want to work with. I, I, I think I would continue, I would continually work with uh, Jess and Dio and Kara and Anna Hopkins. And like, there's a crew of female actors in Toronto that I would just keep putting in stuff. Like I just keep, would keep wanting to do it. Awesome. Um, but, hmm. I mean, Oh man, I'm trying to think if there's a ca- actor from letter Kenny that I'd love to work with, but then I'm like, well, then I worked with them. What the hell? <laughs> It's a hard question. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, the, and uh, in seven, you you were you're with Tio in there, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's I mean, Tio is probably my my she's probably my first crush of Letterkenny because <laughs> she, she's so she fucking badass. Absolutely, Tio is is Canada's first crush. Oh God, say. damn, yeah, she is. She is the she is the crush of Canada right now. I mean, she's she's beautiful, brilliant, badass. I mean, funny as hell. She's the most. Dio is like there's just no one like her, and I don't know if Jess told you this crazy story, but when we first worked with her, did she tell you this story? I don't recall it. So it's not my it's not it's not my story to tell, so I can't really tell it. So you might just have to ask her to explain it. <laughs> or uh, Jess and I went did like a a Reddit a- AMA. You can listen to it. I, I, you can. I, I, the mod. I, I'm a, I'm oh, one yeah. of the mods on the on the on the Letterkenny <laughs> yeah. subreddit. So she so she sort of <clears throat> spells it out. But the first well, the day that we were we got to set or the day we got to Sudbury and we were working with Dio that week, Dio was like. I'm so happy some women are here. <laughs> and then we were like, yeah. And she's like, I'd like to have you guys over for soup. I'm going to make you some soup, some butternut squash, homemade at my little house that she had, re- she had rented like a little house, Airbnb to house uh, for the duration of the shoot. And she's like, come over for wine. We'll have so- a gal hang. It'll be so nice. I've been surrounded by dudes for the last month. Let's do it. <laughs> so then, and Jess and I like both didn't know Dio and, but obviously knew of her and knew that she was rad as shit. So we went over there, brought a bottle of wine. She said she made, <laughs> she made dinner. She put out, it was like, so like, it was, I can't even tell you, we had this like long discussion about like what it means to be women and actors and like just deeply emo- like Jess is a very in tuned person. Like she is like, I, I'm not, I wish I was more like this, but she's, but because she's in my life, I don't have to worry about it. Cause I'll be like, okay, tell me uh, what, uh, what do I have to know about the universe? Jess, like tell me. <laughs> she's very in tune. So we're having this like deep conversation. Then Jess and Dio go outside for a second and Je- I go to the bathroom and then Jess full on like faints. Like she fainted in the, on the front steps and it's like snowing. It's like four feet of snow and she passed out. And apparently she has this like sugar level thing where oh. she just passes out. Sometimes we didn't I, know. I, I and then I come around it. the corner, I come around the corner and Dio is like banging on the glass and she's holding Jess and Jess is passed <laughs> out. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. The paramedic, we had to call an ambulance because she was like out cold. Yeah. And we were like, oh no. And we're supposed to shoot tomorrow. <laughs> and these, these paramedics show up and, uh, they cut, they cut these, this, this woman and this man show up. Right. And they come barreling in the front hallway, 
And the one woman is like, she's so intense. She looked like she was in a paramedic show. That was my first thought. I was like, wow, this girl is going to get the part. She's going to get the part on that medical show. She's killing this badass paramedic thing. So she comes in and she was like, what drugs is she on? We're like, oh, she's not on any drugs. And she was like, guys, this is my eighth overdose today. What drugs is she on? And we're like, and then Dio's standing there in her bathrobe and she's like, I'm ma'am, I'm sorry, but she's not on any drugs. We just had a glass of wine and we we're just drink uh, we had I made them soup, like it's fine. And then she was like, guys, like don't fuck around, like time to tell us, like what drugs have you guys taken? All this shit. And and then Dio <laughs> Dio goes, <laughs> she's like, uh um, I'm it uh, no, uh, this is a we're we're actors, this is an Airbnb. <laughs> We're actors. This is an Airbnb. As if, <laughs> as if that was like that was like a sensible okay, explanation for cocaine. why we were on drugs. <laughs> and then she looks up. She's like, "We're actors. This is an Airbnb. We're we're on Letterkenny." And then literally both paramedics turn to us and they're like, "Letterkenny." We're like, <laughs> so then they they get Jessica in the back, just in the back of the ambulance. And I go in the front of the ambulance. I've never ridden in an ambulance before. And then the one paramedic, um, the guy, just starts telling me how much he loves Letterkenny. And he's like, and I'm asking about his job. And like, I'm like, yo, man, like, what's the schedule like? And whoa, like, that's intense. Like, what are your dreams for the future? Like, what's like, <laughs> and Jess is in the background talking to the other paramedic about Letterkenny. And then like, we go to the hospital and then our producer shows up and, uh, and was like, you know, took care of the situation and she got better and we were on set the next day on the ice. (laughs) I'll never for my life forget Dio just being like, but we're actors, this is an Airbnb, we're not on drugs. (laughs) I I hate that the first thought that I have was um, our American listeners are going to go, you caught in an ambulance and you were okay? You actually let them take you away? Oh, oh yeah. Because fuck, that would be like a thousand dollars here. Yeah. If not more. If not more. They require, yeah, no, no, no. Ambulances are like a car ride that is uh, free. That's what they should be. (laughs) You going to call an Uber? No, I'm just going to call an ambulance. Right? No, no, no. No. I mean, you you call, it was also sort of like Dio and I had this moment where we were like, should we call an ambulance? No, she's going to be fine. I don't think she's going to be fine. Should we call? Let's call. Okay, let's call. Ah, And we're just like trying to like figure it out and and i was calling her sister it was just like a whole it was such the funny part was that it was such a beautiful evening that took a very quick turn and uh, it was like so lovely and then suddenly we were being yelled at like what drugs are you on <laughs> i'll never forget it that was like that's how i met dio and then the next day on set we just were like telling everyone like guys <laughs> we had uh, and then the funny thing is those paramedics started following us on instagram <laughs> Nice. Oh man, it was good. Anyway, I probably said too much. I basically <laughs> that was a great story. I was like, I can't tell this story. It's Jess's story, and then I was like, Meh, I'm telling it. She didn't she, tell it. She was passed out for all of it. She right. didn't remember. Right. <laughs> it bonded Dio and I for life. It bonded all three of us for life. So that's yeah. awesome. And the next day, we were like, Yeah, we were heading at the hospital till two in the morning, but we're here. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we are professionals. To- God damn it. Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> it's uh, oh, yeah. one way that me and my best friend became best friends in high school. The, uh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Guarding over her to make sure nobody preyed on the poor drunk girl that was passed out in the corner. Uh, and yeah, that was. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but she was God, she was in my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Uh, 
You gotta, you, so yeah, that, you gotta invite them to your wedding. Otherwise, they got story, they got dirt on you. Yeah, yeah. And, and a couple of those stories came out at the wedding too. Oh, well, the, <laughs> do you remember Tim? Yeah, and that's what's that's what's happened. We have a a a, a best friend who's uh, just totally a, a gay best friend who's totally drunk. Yes, he, he just yeah. he turned. He, Let me tell you this story. <laughs> My God, oh, I love you. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, it all came out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let me let me ask you this: If had uh, had you gotten a part on Letterkenny, but yeah. but it wasn't, you know, if if you if the characters Marianne and Betty Ann had not been created, but you were you were going if you were going out for any other part on Letterkenny, which would you prefer to have? Oh man, if, it, if we weren't created, so, probably, so yeah, any uh, existing. I mean, it's I. I probably something dude like gnarly bro like I think I'd still want to be like a bro of sorts. Okay. I don't know. Probably like one, one, of, the, one of the hockey bros, like, like a Riley or Jonesy. <laughs> oh God. Well, see, yeah, so I, could, I, 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 yeah, well, yeah, da- Dax, Dax and Ron. Ron. I love Dax and Ron. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's oh like God. Dax I, and Ron kill me. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Kill me. I mean, because yeah. I, I, Oh what? man, I cannot with those two. I cannot <laughs> with those two. I cannot. They're the hardest. I when they were when he's like, oh man. When, every yeah. time he says Ferda, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, he's they're they're so funny. Yeah, well, see, because yeah, I, I initially I I was, I was seeing you as the the inverse of Riley and Jonesy, but you're more Dax and Ron, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. you're both smarter. Because Dax, I mean, Riley and Jonesy like share share a brain cell. Yes. So <laughs> it's yeah. It's, Dax and Ron also, are both smart in their own right. Also, I'm sure everyone is picking up on the uh, very real and and um, pulsating uh, sexual tension between Betty Ann and Marianne. <laughs> I love how much you just said that because I literally got a text from somebody as we were talking. Ask her if there's any sexual chemistry between her (laughs) and the other actress. Hell yeah. I mean, that's headcanon for me for sure. Oh my God. All that Shorzy stuff, all that like, yeah, that was all just decoy. (laughs) Sort of like weird manifestation of our outward love for inward love for each other. Yeah, we're still waiting for Betty Ann and Marianne to have our, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Hell I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can understand Shorzy for a quick romp. You know, I mean, he's he's not keeping material. Look how he skates. Come on, exactly. he's not fighting over material for yeah, damn sure. Definitely yeah. not. No, 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 no. But yeah, we there obviously is an undercurrent of love between us and yes. deep sexual tension that yes. has fueled all of our anger, anger and rivalry. As best <laughs> rivals are made with sexual tension. Yes. We're just waiting for that phone call and that script. Until then, we will stay stay bitter bitter rivals. <laughs> so, so you're gonna are you gonna be in season nine? I don't know. You sort of find out. Oh, this upcoming, the upcoming season? season. The upcoming season. Oh no, I don't think so. I don't okay. know. I actually don't know how the because we shoot in um you shoot in in two blocks, so right. I never know which season we're actually shooting because it's like just map like it's, it keeps. It's such an engine that goes. So I don't know right. which okay. season we're in next. Well, I so like that's... how they, I like how they make jokes about the, you know, what season. It, I mean, it's snowing outside, and it's supposed to be, <laughs> it's supposed to be uh, March, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, we. we it's hot in October. I, don't even know, I couldn't even give you a spoiler on Letter Kenny because, like, I don't even know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know which season we're in. It's, it's sort of, <laughs> yep. the, the show is shot so like grip and rip like it's just so 
like quick and dirty and fun and and so we I never we never you just get a phone call and then someone picks you up in a car and drives you four hours to Sudbury <laughs> in a snowstorm and then you stay at the Clarion and then you say a bunch of gnarly shit and then they drive you home in a snowstorm. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not even kidding you. Like one time we we uh, we drove home in a snowstorm um, with the characters, the actors that play Ron and Dax and. We were in the car for like eight for eight hours because the snow was so bad that we were we were driving at a crawling space, Ugh. and it was just like this is our weird job. This is what being an actor in Canada is like. You get driven to a remote location in the middle of nowhere in a giant snowstorm, and to get home, you have to, you know, basically go through the revenant, and then you'll then you'll <laughs> get home, and you'll be like, what just happened? <laughs> it's a so, it's yeah. a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. It's the revenant. It's basically the revenant. Yeah. I'm not really helping with Canadian stereotypes right now. But. Well, I think that wasn't that the, the Leo movie that he got, he finally won an Oscar for. What was? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so, the revenant with the bear. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. With you the got, bear. Yeah. Got, that's all got, I remember. He got attacked and raped by a bear. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah that, that. Oh, really? That's, I've not. Yeah. But he gets, I saw a shot in Calgary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got he got he, he got tossed into Banff Springs, <laughs> and the bear had his way with him. Yeah, that that, that actually did happen. <laughs> it really? I, yeah. I haven't seen that. Because yeah, he bit, he bit he he flipped him over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a really weird like I don't yeah. <laughs> Leo has been so desperate for for an, he Oscar. A bear for an Oscar. <laughs> so, I'll have a bear fuck me. Oh wow! 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 wow. I mean, yeah. Speaking of interesting turns, this is a who knew? We, yeah, who knew we'd cover this base? Thank God we did. Yeah, so that yeah, now that's out of the way. That. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've covered that base, the point is everything we shoot in Canada is cold today, or in space. We're in the snow, right. or in space. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, that's all. Yeah. I know, all Canadian shows are either in space or in the snow. Or is that what? Yeah. 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 Or they're fighting demons. Or in the woods. They're in the woods somewhere. They're fighting demons in the woods. Fighting demons in the woods, yeah. Yeah. Or serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Now we got the serial serial killers here in Seattle. We, we do have the serial killers here. Uh, <laughs> and the and the lake monsters. Come on. Oh no, well, that's the, in Pentagon. Yeah. yeah. British Columbia oh. has the Ogopogo. Uh, yeah. which they stole from Loch Ness. I'm sure that somewhere along the line, there's some Scottish family that immigrated to oh, central God, yeah. BC, what is BC now, and, yeah, and it's like lots of, lots of Scots. That's, that that bump in the lake is totally a, a cousin of that one that I saw back home. So there we go. I don't know. There can be many lake monsters. Yes, right? there can be many lake monsters. Are there, are there Irish lake monsters? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, you need I mean, to start listening to uh, lore actually, or something like that. Actually, you've got—I yeah. think—out of the, everybody on the show, you've got the most Irish name. Oh, Kelly McCarmy. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yes, I'm hella hella Irish and hella Scottish. Um, but my—I'm actually five generation Canadian. Like we go way back, but uh, then we go back to Scotland and Ireland. So I'm Kelly McCormick, and then. McCormack, and then on my mom's side, it's Kelly Campbell. So I couldn't ah, be more like I couldn't hate. Yeah, I couldn't hate the sun more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I go to LA, and I everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, what's that California like? Are you happy you moved there?" I'm like, "I hate the sun <laughs> and the heat, so no." But I'm which, happy that it's Hollywood. Woohoo! <laughs> which which is why I'm happy that I'm not in Texas or California anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I'm from Vancouver, guys. Like yeah. I want overcast rain all day. All <sighs> 
today would have been perfect for you. It was cloudy all day, and then there was a massive rainstorm, and now it's blue skies outside. That's, that's my jam. It's beautiful. That's my jam. Yeah, yeah. That the, that the heat and the the no hard no. Hard, hard no. no. Hard no. 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 I can't uh, even. Like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 are twins. <laughs> in uh, in in real life, where would you find yourself if you if you in real life was a character on uh, Letterkenny? Like, do you think you would be a hick, a skid, um, a native uh, hockey player, or Christian? I think I'd be a hockey player. Yeah. Like, I think I, I played so much sports growing up, and uh, you know, uh, competitive and. I mean, it's probably why I play so many characters that play sports and so many other shows. But mm. yeah, I, I'd be one of the hockey dudes, maybe. But I maybe mean, not they... as like ignorant. I don't know. <laughs> I grew up sort of very outdoorsy, so maybe a hick between a hick and a hockey bro, somewhere in between. A hick now, and hockey now you're bro. very, very, very pale and blonde, so you could also be a dick. I could. Also oh be a dick. yeah, that's right. I, we didn't have that on the list. No, that's because uh, that was Mennonite. Yeah. Mennonapper. <laughs> The Menonappers. Men and Ever. <laughs> that what you just said? Oh, but, I said Men and Ever, but yes, Men and Ever is Men better. Men and Ever. But got, yeah, but got fuck. Uh, Sarah Wayne Callies it <laughs> was fucking brilliant. <laughs> She's so good. You got a. You got. Isn't aren't like the alt right bros on that list too? Oh God, yeah, the, the the hard right Jays. Oh yeah, the hard right Jays. I want them to come back. Like, they were so funny. <laughs> Jay Baruchel, I love. I mean, I want them to come back, and <laughs> but I want them to come back. How do I say this? I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> well, so there are a lot of people who, when uh, we've found in the Letterkenny fandom, that don't mm. see the um, Canadianness uh, of mm. shows. Um, one of the things that, uh, well, so not that long ago, there was a mass shooting in Canada, and a lot of Americans were like, "What? They have guns there?" And <laughs> like my my, what I usually say is. They have guns, but they just don't worship them the way that Americans do. So well, no, it's not in our constitution, and we also just got rid of all of them. I'm yeah. not sure right? if you know that in yeah, like the, we a day. Banned them. Yeah, yeah the, the I may not like Trudeau that things, much, yeah. but I fucking respect him so much for that. Um, I mean, he's 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 doing very well right now. Like yeah. he, I I have a lot of respect for what what he's done during this yeah. difficult time, and um. Yeah, Canadian gun culture is, is is really more related to historical hunting culture in yeah. the country, and uh, we have a lot of guns here from hunting, but it's not the same sort of. It's not like a personal right, and and I tr- I personally have no problem saying like it shouldn't also it, sh- it also should not be a hobby. Like yeah. I'm like find yeah. another hobby. There's yeah. other hobbies. I mean, I mean so, the, the the Swiss can do it, and they have they have a very good gun culture, which teaches responsibility, and it's really just mm-hmm. for shooting. I mean, not anybody. <laughs> so where I was going with yeah, that is, sorry, is there was a period of time after the Hard Right J episode that a lot of people were like, well, he's not that bad, and you started seeing <laughs> memes. I know you started seeing. Memes pop up with like Wayne photoshopped with an AR-15 in his hands and shit. And like, those are people who just do not get that this show is almost making fun of them in a way. Yeah, It is make, I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, not with the guns in particular, but yeah, yeah, it absolutely is making fun of American culture in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) especially, sorry, go go ahead. ahead. (laughs) <laughs> no, I was to say the whole show is based on stereotypes, right? Yeah. That we're sort of exploiting and relying on in in wonderful ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the hard. I mean, I guess it might be hard for 
certain Americans to understand that if Canadians are poking fun at like alt-right, we're really poking fun at it. Cause we're like, yeah, yeah that's not, we're not, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, no. You know, but when you look at uh, the, um, the fall of Rome that is happening in the United States right now, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of I, things, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it Rome. Rome was like five, Rome was every time people like Rome, I'm like, Rome was in power for like, 500 years. True. True. We got like, what, I'm just 200, saying, yeah. 300? Not, not quite? Well, I mean, giving, uh, giving the fall of Rome maybe gives Trump a little more, a little too much credit. But uh, uh, yeah, I started I mean, saying fall of Rome, Rome. No, no, you are not allowed to do that. You are not allowed. We have talked about that. I'm so very sorry. Stop it. He thinks I'm joking, but it's gross. I don't want to fucking hear Trump in my house. Um... Thanks. Sorry. We were saying fall of Rome, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, I was saying that more of America has always looked at itself as being like Rome, that, you know, the, the epicenter of all of this, you know, political bullshit and always being everyone else's big brother and all of that. So when I say fall of Rome, it's more the, um, the idea. Yeah. The mentality. I hope that is well rome dying. Was, i think yeah i think it's just because rome was the richest yeah <laughs> you know that was that's where all the and wealth america was. had the lie of being the richest america is is like they're not there are a hundred countries that are better than america in every single fucking way well and i think, I think what, that what? we have more billionaires than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. true but it's also the only world it's, it's the only world power that ever became the world power not through violence. I mean, the reason it became the world power is because every other nation was bankrupt after the Second World War. So mm-hmm. London seceded its power to America after the Second World War, but not through violence, just through, yeah. we're exhausted, we've spent all our money in a war. And oftentimes, you know, Americans will talk about the Second World War in, you know, 1941. I'm like, well, we were in the war in 1939. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, there, I think, uh, I mean, not to get too political because it will get me into trouble but i also don't care about those things anymore so whatever um i think uh, i always find it weird when or odd or uncomfortable when i hear american politicians that i even respect and like say like oh this is the greatest country in the world right and because as canadians (laughs) but as canadians to be Canadian means that you would feel uncomfortable making that sort of statement because that is what one of the things I'm proud of of being Canadian is that it's full of a group of people, uh, full of a population of people who would never make that statement. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's yeah. not your culture. You would never come. It's not in our culture to say we're the best. Yeah. We're saying we're good among many and we could improve. And that's part of like, that's part of the sort of um, profile of like the polite Canadian. Mm. Uh, mm. We just would never say we're the best country in the world because like if someone walked onto like the schoolyard and was like, I'm the best student at the school, chances are he's probably <laughs> fucking not. And so, you know, huh. I think it's, well, I think it's, <laughs> well, Wayne is the toughest guy in Letterkenny though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, that's, that's sort of, that's sort of, uh, platitude is it's so transparent and Mm. it's it doesn't make sense to me and that's where i think that as you said that roman mentality of like the fall of rome it it all suggests that it 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 was at a high level i mean of course powerful military might financial might all that but like if the whole world is some sort of habitat then every every nation has its own strength and that's sort of like the 
the idea behind socialism, the idea behind socialized democracy, like we are in Canada, is that like, you don't have to be the strongest. You have to be good at whatever you bring to a larger habitat. So I hope, but I mean, the whole country was based off of that mentality. So I don't know how it lessens without toppling something major, but most of the people that i know are really hoping for a massive change a massive topple from the top i mean and i don't i don't yeah. want to see this country devolve into what it probably will but like if we're not on the verge of a civil war right now i don't know <laughs> when we ever would be like half I of mean, the west coast yeah. is probably the closest to seceding right now because <laughs> all of the governors of the west coast and a couple other governors have started saying no we're gonna do this together with this group and not with you viva cascadia so, yeah well i don't think we can call it that because yeah. the the white power people took oh, okay. that Fuck name those guys yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you, an, uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting uh concept because i remember someone I, I remember telling this to someone saying well to be canadian means not to say that you're the best and they're like well why would you be proud of being a country that you don't think is the best and i was like because there's so many other good qualities right. yeah. beyond thinking you're the best like it's just not it, it's it's sometimes difficult to explain the the countenance of a Canadian, the difference of our, because we have things that like, you know, we don't have capital punishment. We have had gay marriage in our country since like, I think the sixties we've had Mm -hmm. like you, our relationship with medicine, our relationship with socialized institutions, like it just rewires a mentality that is more communal and more, um, I think more sustainable, but It's, it's hard when people are like, well, shouldn't you want to, like, I'm like, no, I'm not going to, cause then what? Cause then you go, I'm the great, I'm American and I'm from the greatest country in the world. I'm like, well, I'm Canadian. I'm from the greatest fucking country in the world. And then what we fight? <laughs> like, right. you want me to <laughs> like, shouldn't I be like, uh, Canada's great. It has some work to do in many issues, you know, like it's got, it's not, it's not perfect. We're trying. There's, <laughs> there is no perfect, but if you're not taking care, like at least in Canada, you know, that for the most part, people are getting the base needs taken care of. You you know that even if yeah. the healthcare takes a little longer or whatever complaint that, you know, Americans come but up it with, you get it. You get it. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they had, a, they had, they had a doctor from Canada go, go and testify in front of Congress and say, right. and, she, and she said, no, that's why I was like, whatever American made up that lie, or Russian, yeah. <laughs> whatever. The, the amount of times people will be like, yeah, but you can't choose your doctors. Yeah. But it takes forever. I was like, do you want to watch me? Let's, let's do it. I whip out my phone. I'm like, let me call my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's not, not, not everyone has equal access. Obviously um, our indigenous population yep. in the Northern mm. part of Canada has, doesn't even have access to clean drinking water. So it's not like we're like Canada's the fucking best about all its medicine and it's um, access to medicine, but yeah, it's definitely different. Like, to bring it back to uh, Jess passing out of Dio's house, that <laughs> fucking ambulance showed up in like a minute. <laughs> yeah, that would never have happened. That... And cost us zero dollars. <laughs> uh, I bet we're shittier to our Native Americans. <laughs> well, well, you know, there's historic. Let's see who's, be- let's see who's no. best at that. <laughs> no, that's a, that's no a, because there no. there are places in Canada where they're still doing things that America did stop doing a hundred years ago to Indigenous yeah. people. Hmm. And like, there's also like the mass genocide of indigenous people right. in yeah. America and the, like, at a certain right. point. We, <laughs> yeah. just, we just took, you know, Canadians, the we, Canadian history is that we, our racial problem was just moved up North yeah. and like, <laughs> and cultural genocide. So it's like, you know, you, you hear a lot of Canadians shit talk about like American racial politics and it's just, 
it doesn't hold water when you think about our relationship with indigenous people. So again, that's part of being Canadian is mm-hmm. not allowing yeah. yourself to get to a pedestal, putting yourself on a pedestal and, yeah. you know, coming on the schoolyard and being like, Oh, do rules. <laughs> right. I feel like a lot of like growing up in Seattle, I feel like I have very Canadian sensibilities, not just because I had a Canadian mom, but Seattle is, is very, um, for, this state anyway it's very Mm -hmm. very very liberal the rest of the state is not uh it's Mm -hmm. kind of like austin in the middle of texas Mm -hmm. Uh, but if i like go up to vancouver i can feel very much at home there i feel very Mm -hmm. much at home in like you know southern bc that that i can just like white rock or victoria or like any of those that i've been to careful though white rock's got the murder hornet (laughs) i have an aunt that lives there and the aunt and the cousin (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, actually, uh, there, there was a very, very important question I wanted to ask you that kind of came along with all of that. Are you worried about the American refugees fleeing to Canada anytime soon? Because <laughs> that's probably going to start happening. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> like, you mean people defecting and being like, buy America? No. Yeah. I mean, they said that when that was... I feel like that was there's a lot of talk about that when Trump got elected. There was a lot of and talk think- when Trump got elected, but... Right now, I don't know how much. I think we're um, fucked either way. This coming, we're November. completely <laughs> fucked either way because Biden is like Trump light. Like he's got better people talking for him. He's not a good person at all. <laughs> and so there are a lot of people that were like, you know what? I'm kind of done with all of this. I have friends who are petitioning to live in other countries right now. Like it's 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 actually happening, and a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people are looking yeah. at this pandemic and this election and wondering how our current uh, government is going to try and, and keep in power. So it's, it just, it, it absolutely breaks my heart. It's yeah. there's some, like, what, what are we at now? 60,000 people who have died in, in oh, the States. That was like, a couple of days 60, ago. 65,000. It's gotta be more than that. It's over, it's, it it just, was over 65 last I looked. It just, it breaks my heart because as much as, you know, as much as we can talk about the difference between the Canadian, like Canadian and Americans, mm-hmm. it, we're so close. And I have people I love dearly in the States and I love so much about it. And it's just, you know, America's also been the most charitable country in the world in terms of financial like mm-hmm. outputs to yeah. organizations, you know, with the exclusion, I guess, of the World Health Organization up until recently. But um it's hard. It's, it's, oh, fuck. I mean, it's, it's so sad to me because I was talking with my mom last night and she was saying like, I remember like, you know, she was alive during the uh, Vietnam war and, 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 and thinking about that number of people who had died during the Vietnam war in the States was such, she said, I couldn't even wrap my brain around it. Yeah. And, and to know that it's surpassed and to know that that number has just become normalized. Like, I just yeah. wonder if it's really penetrating people's consciousness as much as it's not. And, and, and it's not. And I think we're numb to it already. Country, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you build a country on the religion of capitalism, then people oh, are geez. willing to die for capitalism. Uh-huh. And so I think it's being seen as some sort of sacrifice. But I just, I don't know. I mean, Canada has the most space per person of any other country in the world. We have a lot of space here. But yes. most of that's up north. <laughs> most of it's up north. But so you know, it's just not in our nature to say like, no, don't come here. But of course, of course, like, how do I feel about it? I feel, I want people to be safe. I want people to not sneer when the word socialism is being said. I, I want people to have 
to not equate healthcare with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like think about what that does to the psyche of a person. When my grandmother, my mother and myself, I've never ever thought in my life about being hurt and then thinking about money right away. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. And think about what that does to your, your, your mental health. Yep. Just to oh, know yeah. that there is that. Oh, so, access to mental health. I, I mean, I'm not I even going to try to get started on how hard it is uh, to get I mental mean, healthier. <laughs> And that's somebody I'm willing to pay, not by my insurance. And it was hard finding somebody. Yeah. So. Well, that was so. That's just so interesting because you get in these discussions with um, my American friends sometimes, and they're like, "Well, how you pay a lot of taxes in Canada?" And you're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Well, how do you feel about your taxes going towards someone's drug rehabilitation or someone's like, you know, having mental health issues?" And, and I'm like, "Because I was given a, 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 I was handed a deck, a card. What's the saying? I was handed." I was handed like a, like a, a certain life mm-hmm. growing up that I just, I'm willing to obviously pay for have my taxes go towards someone's drug rehabilitation because that person was either born in an impoverished area or was a person of color or was um, part of the indigenous population or didn't have access to higher education, didn't have, you know, and is, mm-hmm. or dealing with, or was born with mental health issues. And, you know, it's like, why would I not when it creates yeah. a, a, a more cohesive safety for all of us? It's about together. society rather than the individual. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that is truly what every discussion we're having, whether it be racism, feminism, um, the, is, is, or, you know, mental health access or mm-hmm. access to like poverty and equality. All of it is an expression of choosing the collective over the individual. And the highest expression of that is the environment. So oftentimes like I find the environment to be a good metaphor to explain to people, you know, you understand the concept. So choosing to be, have women to have more equality is choosing for everyone to have, have more equality, which is choosing the collective over the individual. I think when history looks back at this time period of great reckoning, uh, socially people will, will kind of annotate it with that. This is when humanity started realizing that it's life or death not to choose the collective over the individual i hope so i don't know uh, I mean, as, that's like, as spock no, stated that's, that's awesome <laughs> that's that's pretty much exactly right down the line everything that i think so yeah, i've yeah. had i've had yeah. I'd, i've had those twitter fights yeah i i've stopped <laughs> doing oh, I mean, that <laughs> yeah, i mean i'm sure i'm sh- i'm I'm, you know, you're going to put this online and I'm sure I'll have people <laughs> mad that I started oh. spitting. spitting if they listen to our show, on- oh. if they listen to our show, oh. they hear it already. Yeah. I am, I am a raving leftist. It's you're, like, you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, like, I'm not a fucking Democrat. You're, you're so. a, what, what, did that, what did that one guy say? You were a, oh, yeah. uh, a fat lesbian teacher or something. Which I've been retired yeah. for a while. So he obviously was only looking at like whatever was out there in the world. Yeah. 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 I mean, like at the end of the day, you sort of have to be like, I don't know, like, right. (laughs) Like this is just, I mean, it's important that we are open about this. And I, and I think a long time ago I was more reserved because you, you, you don't want to affect your career and you, and you're struggling as an actor, you in a moment, but now I've started to realize that so much of my career as an artist is tied into my politics and, Mm. and what I want for humanity and what I want to see change. So they're one and the same. I, when I'm on set and I'm been given lines that I find are sexist or, or bizarre or like um, heteronormative unnecessarily, I challenge it. And that's, and that's important. And it's important that women and, um, 
LGBTQ writers are put in positions above the line and, and people of color above the line because they're the ones who you can have those conversations with. It's the old guard that you mm-hmm. can't say, well, why would my character say this? Why would she, if why would she draw attention to her body like this unnecessarily? It makes no fucking sense. Like, and that is like, then you start honing, you start sort of carving a career out for yourself where people start seeing you as these characters. And so then you get more of them and then you get, you have to have these insane conversations less because people start being like, Oh, Kelly's the queer raging lesbian feminist. So let's get her like, (laughs) (laughs) like, like let's get her in like the, Oh, there she's like the, the raging feminist who likes to go in space and play (laughs) sports. Very specific niches, guys. That's what's about. Space is queer. Well, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the future is queer, according to your children. There you go. I have a a student student friend of mine, not one of my students, but a student friend of mine said that there was nobody in his generation that was straight anymore. So (laughs) I thought that was perfect. That's beautiful. Kids are next level. Oh my God, I love them. Reason I'm a teacher. I, I was a... Yeah, exactly. I was a nanny like when I was living in New York and trying to make it on Broadway and I was like a a nanny from age like 19 to 25 Mm -hmm. and the young, like now young women, but the the girls, the children that I used to nanny then I meet them now. We're, we're fine. Uh, They're, (laughs) they're, they're they're so next level. I have conversations with these like 12 year old kids and they're just spitting things that it would take up someone entire lifetime to like wrap their head around, you know, Uh, like, yeah. I love my my son when he was in elementary school. Oh. Uh, I mean, we all loved Adventure Time. Um, oh, I love Adventure Time. <laughs> and so, uh, he, uh, we were he was in elementary school, and uh, he had, he was talking about uh, you know Adventure Time, and one of, one of his buds said, "Well, Adventure Times be Adventure Times gay," and he goes, "What's wrong with being gay?" So <laughs> that was his response. <laughs> so yeah, it's so. But that took, so, that took like, a while for him to get to, like, even um, with Evan, because he was way more so like huh, the the friends that he was um, drawn to still is still he, is. He's more been, like he's, the jocks, a, he's a sporty bro. He's a very he's <laughs> he's a smart bro. Yeah, he's a smart bro. Like he wants to go to college to be an engineer and hopefully work for Boeing one day. He's a smart bro and play football That's, and play football. <laughs> but he, he does have a few friends who I would, you know, throw off the flat earth um, or at least their parents. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's, that's, that's the, uh, community we need to infiltrate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm always encouraging men to speak up because men listen to other men, which is why yeah. that episode of letter Kenny is so breathtakingly fucking rad when they're having that standoff about quote unquote gay bashing. Yeah. Cause you're just like, that's how, because people, you know, when I spit feminism and I, and I talk about women's rights like they just see me as a man hater and it just i know that people turn off and i and so i'm always encouraging i mean i i'm constantly finding myself the one woman around around a bunch of group of men and then someone has a question about feminism and it just gets directed at me and i was like oh so because i was born female i you're speaking for all women now yeah yeah i'm like oh hold on I didn't know that I came out of the room entirely bent towards making you more or less ignorant. Here we go. My new thing is I'm just like, well, there's this really incredible um, resource. It's called Google. And, uh, Did I pronounce that can, right? Google? It's called Google. And you can, you can look up things that you're interested in, in knowing more about. If, in fact, you are interested in knowing more about this and aren't just trying to be a little adversarial, which I think you might be. Um, but, you know, you could look up, like, I don't know, 
how to make sourdough starter, <laughs> how to like, I don't know, you can look at like whether or not to look at the eclipse or not. Like you can look up all these facts. So I'm just going to say you probably don't actually care about whether or not you know the answer to what is feminism. You're just trolling me. So yeah. Yeah. And then I make so much friends. <laughs> Well, you, you've definitely he's got the one that does. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one that does that between I, us. I don't. I don't confrontation anymore. I've I, gotten way over all of that. So it's really nice to have you know over 13, 14 years trained somebody to be my mouthpiece. I mean, I just hard. I just can't hit them because I don't go out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard because I find uh, the conversation, the inner converse, the exhaustion comes from. Fuck, do I say something? Yeah. Do I not say something? So yeah. I a couple like about seven years ago. I wrote down and made a, 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 a binding like sci-fi <laughs> pact with myself, like cut blood, like, here we go. Bonded for life. Um, people listening can't see all the cool hand gestures I just did. So I just want to say, I did a lot of like, it's like from the magicians. Yeah. yeah. I did a lot of like <laughs> weird or the tales from avatar with my two hands. Oh, God. Like, like I, sex, yeah. avatar sex. Okay. So I did one of those. I made a, I made a pact with myself that, I would always say something like I would I'd be like, and so I, so even if it meant like absolute shrapnel into my, per, my professional life, if, even if I was around like five of the most powerful dudes in the film industry, I'd still be like, ah, okay, here we go. All right. Not sexist. Da, da, da. And then, so I did that for a while. And now I just say like, I just mentioned this new thing called Google. Now I, now I sort of, it, it sort of depends, but for a long time to get over that initial hump of, figuring out how to truly find your voice and use your voice. It takes training because women from such a young age are brainwashed to say, stay enough, say nothing. Mm -hmm. And when you're speaking, when you're speaking a truth about your own experience to someone who's unfortunately, and sometimes unknowingly brainwashed to think that they know everything, which is men, you know, it's like, unfortunately that's the, that's the divide in gender. It's hard because how do you speak? How do you say, well, there's 50% of the population has had this experience that, that you know nothing about. And that is, and don't care to learn (laughs) and don't care to learn, but you know, it's not like I don't have compassion for that. Of course I do. I I, I see how people raise their sons. I see it. And so it's like, it's, we expect too much of our men and too little of our women. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a balancing that's off that, that we need to fix. But I, yeah, it's hard. You, I started being like, okay, well I just, instead of, instead of trying to figure out whether or not to say anything, I'll just make a pact that I will say something and the collateral damage on my career will just maybe even out, maybe one, maybe it will, people will be happy that I did it. And then one guy will be like, I'm never working with that fucker again. And I think it's paid off. I don't know. Like I, I know that I, I, but now I'm, you know, who knows now I just play like shit talking assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Just, so I'm just not go, sure if that's just go full Betty Ann on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like now I just play. I'm like Betty Ann. It's interesting though. Like the the first, um, if you look at my resume from when I was like age seventeen to twenty five, all my characters are like Cindy, Becky, Kelly, Kimmy, Lucy, Kimmy, and now they're all like Zeph, Colby, Stevie, Bobby. Like they're all just like so intense and like yeah. rad and like uh and, with the exception andro- of androgynous just, names that you know right. they can go either way yeah yeah like mechanics basically just <laughs> the name of like space mechanics That's, yeah yeah i mean it's like yeah. uh, kaylee you know 
Mm. <laughs> Kaylee, yeah. Well, no, I mean, like I, I, I used to audition for Kelly's all the time, and now I don't audition for any fucking Kelly. But that's why. I said, that's why. That's, that's not why what Betty a Kelly is. is. <laughs> I Listen, I love Kelly's. I grew up with Kelly Kapowski and Kelly Bundy. All right, right. God's, God's gift to mankind of ladies. So uh, every, every every dream you could be was between those two. <laughs> For me, it was Kelly Bundy and Drew Barrymore. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Anyway. So gay. What? So good. We've covered so much. We have. have. I mean, we could probably talk a lot longer. I know. know. She hasn't eaten yet and will probably pass out on the front steps. I'm getting giggly. More giggly than usual. But uh, we, we do have a, we do have a lightning round of questions oh, yes, if yes. you're if you're willing okay, to go. Go, willing go, to play. Go. Okay, is cereal a soup? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, first celebrity crush. Uh, hold on. Uh, I think Monica Bellucci. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Best place to vacation. Italy. Do you have a nickname and, and what is it? Fuck. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, not really. No. Okay. I don't really have a nickname. No one. No one. For some reason, no one calls me Kel. Everyone calls me Full Kelly, and I, I wonder if it's from fear. I don't know. K dog. You know. Nah. Yeah. Oh, no, people call me. You know what? People call me McCormack a lot. I, I I think it's it's like a sports thing. People are always like McCormack. So my last name, which is not much of a nickname, it's just my last name. But whatever. K- or K Mac. Oh, people call me K-Mac. That's what it is. Um, I sign off my emails, K-Mac. As you should. Uh, Who is the kindest person you know? Oh, man. I mean, like, Jared Kiso, maybe. (laughs) That's Uh, pretty standard answer. Everyone in the cast has said that. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. I would say he's the kindest person I know. I I want to know who who the kindest person he knows is. Yeah. Probably like a saint. I don't know. Yeah, right? Probably like... (laughs) Someone who's like in a scripture. Right, I hope it's I not know. Don Cherry anymore. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Canada uh, drama. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we get that down here. So yeah. Th- so uh, you have anything? You have anything else? You have any questions for us? Oh no, I think I mean I know all of your political views. Same <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I am so happy that we chatted for an hour and thirty eight minutes. Yeah, and I could oh, chat wow. more. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I thank you, thank you for being such fans of the show. And oh, God, yeah. um, do you want to plug anything made... that you've got coming up, or anything that we might not have covered? Oh, uh, well, I hope League of Their Own gets picked up. Me too. I, I want to see this for sure. Yeah. I love the movie. And uh, <laughs> yeah, my show, my film Sugar Daddy, which who knows when that's coming out because of. Right. aforementioned pandemic yeah. um and uh i have a tv show that i produced that i think in america you can watch on youtube called the no dose of duquesne island which is truly the weirdest thing i I've heard about it the mockumentary yeah. Yeah. so if you're feeling weird it's about a group of um <laughs> exo- it's it's a seven business about a family who self-exiled on an island um in northern on northern ontario and 
they basically self-isolated for their entire life. So it's sort of thematic and uh, it's called the Nadeaus of Duquesne Island. And that's spelled N-E-D-D-E-A-U-S. And then Duquesne is spelled D-U-Q-E-S-N-E because who doesn't want to make a show that no one can spell? Me! <laughs> I mean, I did and we did. It great. Um, and it's done and nothing you can do about it, people. <laughs> it's on the internet. And if you're looking for like a trippy quarantine vibes, that's the show. That's yeah, the I might one. wait for that one. <laughs> it's not violent. No, no, damn no. it! It's I. I just don't think I can watch a show on isolation right now because it's not on. It's not on isolation. It's just. Okay. It's like they just happen to only live alone, and and shit goes down. That's all. Actually, goes it's down. beautiful. I, it's actually all. It's very pastoral, and you know, in the the beautiful countryside of Canada. So, all right, it's quite nice, but. uh it's it's weird anyway but <laughs> i like that's, weird that's but, oh yeah and, and uh, oh you had you you mentioned a question you had about what you're watching in oh, isolation yeah. what are you binge watching during the apocalypse no uh, it's like everybody's binge watching <laughs> i don't really watch anything i know that sounds bad but i, I don't know. really watch well it's a any... different time now that's why was, yeah. i mean even yeah. lots of folks who don't yeah. maybe I, what are you I'll what are you doing you. more of what are you enjoying right now um well I don't, I, I wasn't, I don't really watch, like I said, I don't really watch TV normally and I don't really watch that many movies, but I've been watching every movie that Fellini has ever directed. Okay. And, uh, so every, and, and, and Visconti and Pasolini and like going through a bunch of Italian films. Um, cause I'm trying to keep my Italian up and, uh, one of my, I'm reading a lot. I'm reading the history of modern male rage. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> and decline and decline of the West by Oswald Spangler. So I'm just it's a bleak time over here, Spangler. guys. Spangler, he was one of the Ghostbusters. But brainy's fucking <laughs> hot as <laughs> buttons were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, Show off the brains. I love it. So, no, I, I just I, I was it's the truth is, is I was in I was researching a film and I, when I left LA, I like fled and was like, what the fuck do I bring? I guess I'd bring my, my, my research material. And what ended up happening is I brought this like incredibly dark, <laughs> all my darkest books to Ugh. quarantine. I was like, I just want a beach read. Why didn't I bring like a cute beach read? But I didn't. Hitchhiker's Guide the to the Galaxy. Something <laughs> other than the history of modern male rage. <laughs> <laughs> I get enough of that already. <laughs> I know. So, so, I can't wait for that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so where can folks find you on the social medias? Oh, well, I'm really bad at social media, but if you choose to follow me um, on Twitter, I tweet sometimes at Kel McCormack and on Instagram, where I basically exclusively post photos of nature. I'm at Kelly and Phyllis. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's it. That's I, did, I have seen Kelly. So who, if I may ask, who is Phyllis? Uh, Phyllis. Uh, I, if, it's, if that's <laughs> something private, I will leave it at that and I'll edit no, that no, out. No, no, it's, okay. it's my middle name, other name slash grandmother's name. Oh, all okay. right then. Yeah. Okay. I, I should, yeah. I, I usually ask up front, but we started quick talking so quickly about, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Right. I would never, I, it wasn't that face I made that no one saw, but maybe it was not from like, it was not, no, I was just like, how do I, I was like, it's sort of weird because it's like, I don't know. I was just, I just have never been asked the question. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's it. It was, it was All more right. just like, who am I? It was more <laughs> just an existential crisis who question, are you? Uh, which is, which are running wild right now. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for coming out to play with us. 
It's uh, oh my gosh, this was so much fun. <laughs> if you ever you know, want to actually come on an episode of our show, let us know when we actually like go over this at the episodes. If it's I one, will. And yeah, if, if, you if want it's to. whether it's one of yours or if it's another Someone one, else's, really, yeah. you know, because we're yeah, uh, we're so we were booked up from uh, for season eight, but whenever nine comes out. Uh, we're completely open and we'd love to, actually, I'd love to have you guys on to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to talk about, I think, yeah, Betty and Marianne, we need to start moving in packs. Man. Oh, fuck. We oh my God. I don't know gotta, if I can handle both of you at the I, same time. I, I would just die. I need that to happen. <laughs> it's like now on my yeah. bucket list. Yeah. Especially with all the, the sexual undertones. It's oh, just, God damn and, right. and overtones. <laughs> <laughs> overtones, undertones, midtones. Yeah. All those, melodies, all the tones. It's all there. Yeah. The baseline. <laughs> it's really the baseline. Let's be that's, honest. That's it's where you get your groove, right? Baseline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Um, well, thank you for having me on here. It was such so much fun, and thanks for supporting the show. And please stay safe. And I hope all your loved ones are safe. And uh, deep breath for America right now. We are all, all everyone in Canada's hearts go out to everything you guys are dealing with. And um, hopefully, it will get better. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this season of uh, of Letter Kenny with us. Uh, it's this this whole thing has been amazing. We uh, are really appreciate uh, everybody who's been involved. Thanks to all of our guest hosts. Uh, thanks to our musical guests. Uh, thanks to all of our listeners. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, keep following us on the Facebook, on the Twitter, everywhere we are. Uh, we love having you. Thank you so much, Kelly McCormick, for joining us. Uh, it was a pleasure, a gift, for uh, talking to you. So uh, we, we really loved it. Um, and we hope to get more folks from the cast and crew on the show for some great interviews because everybody, everybody we've ever talked to on the show has been fantastic. Absolutely. And don't forget to join our social media to help us know what you want us to do while we're waiting for the new shows to come out. Uh, do you want us to talk to you guys? Do you want us to talk about other things that these that the cast members are in? We are open to your ideas and we would love to hear them. Let us know on Facebook or on Twitter, uh, Tumblr, Insta, run all the things. Yeah, and Patreon. And Patreon, absolutely. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/HowAreYouNowPod. Thanks, guys. Uh, take care of yourself. Wear a mask. Keep safe. We love you. <laughs>